What's going on, fans? My name is Josh. I'm here with Matt. How you doing, guys? We're back this week after taking a week off. Um, and we're talking about Batman, Amazon series The Boys, and E3. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, Matt, we took last week off and we've got some... Uh, some uh, a little bit of hate mail for it, right? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I, okay. Formal public apology <laughs> to one William Danley, who uh, was inundating the box, wondering where the podcast was. So a thousand apologies to him. Uh, he is by far probably our uh, 1A star listener. So. Hey, man. I'm just glad we have somebody that actually that, that actually enjoys us speaking yeah. about this stuff. Mm-hmm. You so. know, it's... Uh, even if we didn't have any listeners, we'd still be talking about this stuff amongst ourselves. Yeah. So I'm just glad that, that um, we, we can enjoy this and somebody else can get enjoyment out of it. Yeah, so. exactly. So, so anyways. We're glad that you guys are listening. Um, thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, sorry about last week. We um, had some Father's Day festivities. I got uh, had a little bit too much to drink over uh, Friday night, and so we didn't get to it Friday night. And then uh, Saturday, um, I was pretty bad and shape um after drinking and then sunday of course was father's day and then you had your dad over and so we just never got around to it yeah and then work happened mm-hmm. that damn work gets in the way of everything yep so but we're back and that's what matters that is what matters so what do we got in other news today matt all right so other news um stranger things mm-hmm. three coming mm-hmm. right Yep. So, um, two weeks, two, two weeks, weeks two weeks, man. So I like, I think it's interesting that I saw like kind of the approach they're going to take because it, I, we really don't know what the new evil is that they're going to be facing or what they're yeah, going to be no. dealing with. Obviously they set up like the, the big, like Demogorgon yeah. type of thing, like the, the right. eight legged, like huge monster, mm-hmm. but they're playing this a little bit differently and I'm not saying they're playing it like a catchy 80s type thing, but it obviously well, I mean, in obvious, the 80s. Yeah, yeah they've so, all been like Goonies, yeah. like Stand By Me right. style mm-hmm. of things. It has that flavor. Yeah. yeah. And the kids are getting older too, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I think what's so cool with Stranger Things is they timed this so well with the kids' ages too. Because the period of time is like these kids are changing so rapidly. Just, yeah. Just in their regular normal everyday growth patterns. That they're getting to a different different point, and they got them right at that sweet spot before they were like into that whole, like, I don't know, like later teen type situations, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that they're going to play that a little bit more in the new episode, which I think is pretty cool. And um, they and they showed some uh, still shots. I'm sure you've seen them already, but it kind of has that little bit more, like you said. I don't want to say I don't want to steer people to say oh, it's going to be like Goonies, but it had like a Goonies type of look and a feel, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit lighter little bit funner you know what i mean yeah or, or more fun so but one thing i thought was really cool about this is that um do you know that they're going to be launching a whole line of nike shoes associated with stranger things oh really no i didn't know that that's yeah. cool yeah so they're they're going to be launching soon and Nike's th- doing uh some really cool stuff with not Gundam only stranger too. things well not Gund- gundams or, i'm sorry we'll get to Gund- we'll, we'll touch that later but yeah but anyways, they're doing a whole line of uh, Nike shoes, all retro 80s stuff, right? So mm-hmm. it's going to be that old school type of Nikes that if you're around back then, you know what they are. 
and it's the same looks. It's the same looks and same feels of those oh. shoes. And they're going to be the, like, that. a lot of the color streams are going to be the green and the orange, which is the Hawkins High mm-hmm. uh, team colors and stuff like that. So it's going to be it's going to be pretty cool. It's like, a, you know, that retro style is definitely going to be pulling back in through this. And I think that, you know, one thing is, A, those shoes are really cool to begin with. And two, now people are going to be wearing them again. You know what I mean? So, um it's pretty cool. If you haven't looked at it, go online, take a look at it. There's pictures of them out there. I'm not sure what the launch date is for the shoes, but the shoes look sweet. Really cool. And they have uh, low cuts, high tops, high the tops, whole deal. Yeah. yeah, they got the whole They got thing. them in uh, a few different colors, too. They've got, mm-hmm. like, the the white, um, the white on uh, the, with green check mark, orange check mark, and red check mm-hmm. mark. Mm-hmm. The red check mark, obviously, is, like, the classic Nikes. Yeah. Um, but then they've got some really other sick, uh, the red with the white check mark, which is, looks really nice. The yeah. blue high top with yeah. the white check mark on these. These look really nice. Um, yeah, but the thing is, I mean, I'm not a sneaker head, but if no. I was, I could tell you what the shoes type was, and then you'd be able to see it, you know? Yeah. But you, yeah, got, you definitely thing. got to go look at them because you'll definitely see them and be like, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I mean, yeah, people are still wearing like the Adidas, the Stan Smith Adidas and stuff like that which has obviously been around for since the 70s. But these ones really are going to capture, I think, the whole the whole Nike feel of the 80s, and I think mm-hmm. that's really cool. So, anyways, good job on that, and I'm really excited about the new series because they have an opportunity to take this in kind of a little bit of a different direction. Uh, you know, the, the, the still shots to me that I saw, they, they look a lot more... Um, I guess uh, not as dark. Yeah, a little bit know? lighter. Lighter. Yeah. Lighter. And I think that, you know, that would be cool because those kids are funny, man. Yeah, they're good actors. They're good actors. All of yeah. them are good actors. Up and down the up and down the whole yeah. row. I mean, all of them from 11, all of them. They're all good. And I think it's going to be interesting. And they're also going to play, um, I think they're going to tease out a little bit more of the uh, tabletop gameplay with D&D and stuff too, which mm-hmm. at that period of time was obviously huge, massive. So I think that's going to be a little bit piece of it. I don't think that's going to be a driving force of what the storyline is, but it's going to be what they're doing. And mm-hmm. kids at that time, that's what they did, you know? Yeah. So anyways, I was really excited to see that. I thought that was really cool. So um, that's all I got on Stranger Things. Can't wait for it to drop. Looking forward to it. It's going to be good. I guarantee it'll be good. So um, next piece um, for new news was uh, we talked about this when Josh uh, – had run down all the new movies coming out, and the one was uh, Ford versus Ferrari, mm-hmm. and it was like, it's like thinking in my mind, like, what is this going to be, you know? And I and I wasn't really keen on it at all, mm-hmm. and but then I saw who's in it, and they got Christian Bale, they got yeah. Damon in it, and they got uh, the uh, guy from The Walking Dead that we talked about last episode, yeah, John, yeah. John uh, what's yeah, his the name? guy that got knocked off Ford? early, yeah. So he's in it too, and it, it really it, it talks about a period of time which I, I kind of know about. I don't know enough about it to talk intelligently, but there was that period of time when you know it was you know who who is the car, you know who is the muscle car, who is this, who is that, you mm-hmm. know, and it and it really, and again I don't know the outcome, but I, I believe that this is probably when Ford came out on top. I don't know if it was the land speed. I don't know if it was the race yeah. record. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it was. But they showed yeah, the, the land speed race or the land speed record. I think it was like the big pivotal yeah. point for 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which put the what Shelby's or whatever mm-hmm. the Shelby's the I think the designer, right? Yeah, Ford, he's he's the designer. He's yeah, the designer, yeah. right? So, anyways, the story is really told from this perspective: Ford against Ferrari. Not so much. You don't get the Ferrari the Ferrari perspective, from what I gathered. It's going to be mostly driven from the Ford mm-hmm. perspective, which obviously for American audience, that's what matters, right? You know? Yeah. But um, it looks it looks be- it looks good. It looks good, especially I think when you got those three guys on board. You know, quality guys. I think it's going to be a good story. I'm interested now. I was. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. When we first came so, out, we just read the title. I'm like, yeah. I'm out. I wasn't. It wasn't really there. But I'm telling you right now, it looks. It looks good. So what it reminds me of, there was this um, TNT original movie um, back early 2000s, late 90s, um, about the uh, the rival rivalry between um, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. Yeah. And it was called Pirates of Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so very yeah. much um, same. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, when I imagine what this movie is going to be like, it, it definitely, like, it seems like it's going to have, like, the same type of feel on that. Yeah. And that's just, you know, based upon, like, the material. It's not based upon anything that I've seen. Yeah. But, um, you know, if they do it right, that, that's, if you were to do, like, a, a, a like, not a documentary but style, but, like, a, a retelling of a story, that's kind of the perfect way yeah. to do it. I agree. I agree. I think it's going to be entertaining, regardless. I think it'll be good. Um, So that's that's one little piece I want to touch on. The other one um, I thought was interesting. We talked about this too, and um, I had made a a statement about how I thought Good Omens was like poking fun at religion, and and we kind of readjusted my my you know my take to be uh, you know maybe it's more of a not a poking fun at as such as a... What was the word we used, Josh? Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, making... Uh, light of, making me... Light of, yeah. maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, or, or, you know, laughing with religion. Because, I mean, I don't think... It's, it's definitely grounded. Okay, so get this. But, All right, yeah. so, okay. So here we go. Did you see this? No. Nah. Okay. So anyways, so there is a group that has put up a petition to cancel the show. Okay, uh, and their their petition went up, and they said, you know, this show is, you know, uh, again, I'm paraphrasing. It's a mockery of religion. Blah 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 blah. And Netflix must cancel this show. No, that's stupid. Well, first of all, it's not on Netflix. Exactly. But. That's the kicker right there, right? So it yeah. ain't on Netflix. Yeah. So it's it's definitely it's so on, obviously it, they've not watched the show. It's on Prime. Exactly. Yeah, so, but so, I mean, you know, this this really bugs me, and and. For those people that don't know me out there, I'm not. I wouldn't call myself religious, but I, I I'm I grew up in a Christian family. I'm Christian, um, and and I know my Bible pretty well. Um, and I wouldn't like having watched the show and enjoying the show. Um, I, I I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see how how any reasonable person, unless you're just a, a fanatic or or take things way too seriously, and just are itching to be um, you know, outraged by something, you're you're addicted to outrage. Right. You're you're not going to um, you're 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 gonna find any reason to, to be upset about something. Yeah. And this is this is just that. I yeah. don't think that it, it there wasn't anything that, that I saw that, that really um, you know poked fun at religion or, yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. So what's interesting there was no game and came out too of course and yeah. on the Twitter someone tweet, tweeted it to him 
He tweets back. He's like, oh, that's fantastic. Shh. Don't tell him. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. That's it. It was like, you know, classic. Please cancel us on Netflix. Yeah. You know, classic gaming, though. You know, and again, yeah. we talked about, like I, I did anyways, about what a masterful storyteller gaming really is. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's starting to really start to resonate, and people are starting to really start to appreciate him more. People that are fans of Neil Gaiman, they understand him, and they they know how talented the guy is. But a lot of people still don't know who he is. This is gonna this this vehicle right here is gonna put his name much more on the map than what it currently is, because a lot of people always associate him only with comics. It's, that's that's how I know him, you know. And again, like I said before, I know him from the Batman stuff, but. You know, and his storytelling was so good in that, but he's done so much. I started looking him up, dude. He's done so much stuff. You don't even really know what this guy's connected with. He's he's really, really good. And to the point that um, there's a, a online series called Masterclass, and I don't know if anybody's seen that or not, but uh, it's a series where you can basically subscribe and you can get a lesson from these guys. And it, Robert... I mean, I, there's tons of different people. Like yeah, Gordon uh, Ramsay teaches cooking, and yeah, there's tons um, of different things. Yeah. Uh, what's the the magicians? The the pair? The silent one? Oh yeah, one. Penn and Teller. Penn and they Teller. Do one. Yeah. Yeah, they do one. Yeah, and it's and the thing is, yeah. like, it's like ninety bucks if you want to do it. Hey, hey, I'm not going to subscribe to any of this stuff. But my point yeah. is, it's there, and these they've taken what you would consider iconic people in these industries and they've come out and they're doing these pieces which i probably if you're into that and that's what you do mm-hmm. it would make sense for you to maybe look at it and maybe glean something from it but they actually have one with neil gaiman now on how to build storytelling oh. so i thought that was fascinating is because like finally okay so now this guy is is being really recognized on a level like to the levels of like again you know like when it comes to food, Gordon Ramsay, right? Uh-huh. You know, that same type of level, and he deserves it more than anybody I can think of because he really is a talented, talented guy that I don't think gets enough credit. But anyways, so I thought that was kind of funny that uh, that was going on, and uh, um, I don't know if the petition's still up or if they took it down or not, but uh, uh-huh. you, you'll see it. There's stories on it if you want to look it up. But So that was one piece of the little news that I had. Another one that I thought was pretty cool was uh, um, Boomerang. They're, uh, they're again they're rebooting uh, Scooby Doo. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 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 Have mm-hmm. you seen the? Have you actually seen the preview for that though? No, I have not. I have not seen the preview. Eh, yet. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm not crazy about it. I forget what I was watching. Um, I was either watching something with a kid or. Um, uh, Dragon Ball Super Archer or something like that. Yeah. And. Um, and saw a preview for it. It, it. They're they're doing like this new age style of uh, drawing. It's very much like the the new um, lazy drawing. It's it's like uh, have you seen like the new Mickey Mouse? That's out. I mean, I know you don't have to get young kids, but no, um, I've seen it. Yeah, so it's it's um, very much. It, it doesn't look like it doesn't look like. It like doesn't look as clean as like the one they did where. No, it, it looks miles in comparison to, to that backwards. Like it's 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 completely devolved from like what drawing used to be back in the '90s, yeah. back in the '80s. You know, it's it's um, I don't know. I that's gonna distract me more than anything else. Like it it, it definitely shouldn't. Um, I know that. It's just um, I I don't know. Like and and I'm. 
But visually, you're right, though, because when you go back to, like, okay, so, like, Scooby-Doo, honest to God, will never go out of style. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo will be around yeah. forever. It was around before me. It was mm-hmm. around for me. It was around for my kids. It's around for you. It was around for your kid. And you know what? This is just the latest latest iteration of it. But the whole point is, is I think that might I might draw you back in, Josh. Okay. All right? I might draw you back in. So Okay. They have, I think it's uh, 12 episodes uh-huh. planned for this. So they're going to have, and they have cameos in every one. Okay? Yeah. Two cameos they're going to do. One. So they're doing like the, the what they used to do with like, Scooby-Doo meets the Harlem Globetrotters. Well, it's called Scooby-Doo and who, and, um, and Guess Who. No, I was going to say New Who. It's Guess Who. Scooby-Doo and Guess Who is the title of it, okay? But so two of them are going to be that in our wheelhouse that we would give a a toot about. Uh, Wonder Woman. Okay. And Batman. Oh. Now, wait. So Batman sounds sweet, of course, because it's Batman. Kevin Conroy. Oh, nice. Very nice, right? Yeah. yeah. So those who watch animated Batman. Yeah, yeah the original Conway, animated yeah. back in the, the 90s. Exactly, like, you know, yeah. Late 80s or, yeah, 91, he does, And he does a really good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was fantastic. Yeah, he was good. Really and where, good. There's, where, where he's at, typically Mark Hamill's there too. They didn't, no mention of the Joker or Hamill, but that would be Well, that would but be, yeah, I mean. Wouldn't you, that be nice, though? Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? So there's some other ones, too. You've got to have some uh, type of. Oh, hopefully. Hopefully um, they do. There. Hopefully they do. It'll make it even sweeter. But uh, I'll watch those two episodes. But they also, I think, they, I think if I remember correctly, they're going to have one, I think, with Tracy Morgan. And they have uh, what that's going to be. I have no idea. But they have some other ones, that, some other folks too, that really weren't of any interest to me entirely. But I thought it was cool that they're going to do that. You know, um, I always like, you know, everyone's probably seen the uh, Scooby Doo too. I love the, I love the ones they did with like Kiss. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was so all oh, dudes. That was so good. The Kiss ones were yeah. really good. And uh, so, anyways, that that's coming. So looking forward to that. We should do like a Scooby Doo like best um, uh, best cameos. Yeah, uh, yeah. episode that would be pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot of them though. There really are. I mean, uh, I mean, Kiss obviously being one of them, but yeah, yeah. I feel like Shaquille O'Neal was on there one time. No, I, you know what? The, this one's gonna have. I don't think they named it, but it's gonna have an NBA person. So it could be Steph Curry. It could yeah. be it, for, it could be Zion at this yeah. point. Who knows? Could be. Uh, you know, uh, was it World Peace or whatever? Yeah, uh, or Meta? Yeah, Meta World Peace. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know who it's going to be this time, but I think at this point, if they're if they're really trying to catch a younger audience, they're going to go with. I mean, I mean, Shaq holds up because he's Shaq. Yeah. But I think that uh, they got to definitely hit. I, I would think Curry would be a, a fantastic choice, and obviously Zion would be a fantastic choice. You know, so. We'll see. We'll see what they're going to do with it. I don't know. But anyways, that's coming um, on Boomerang. And like you said, you're right. I agree with you. They showed some of the, um, I guess, stills. They're still stills. And the drawing just... Yeah, there's some pre- it didn't, there's look, like it didn't look sloppy. It just yeah. looked quick. Yeah, it looks it looks lazy. It looks lazy and quick. Yeah, I'm not Which saying bothers sloppy. Me, it bothers me because well. the one that, that I watch with my kids, and I'm trying to remember the people... 
that sang the theme song at the time. I want to say it was like American Rejects or something like that. It was like a band. The, the music was really good in the beginning too. I, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was Plain White Tees. I can't remember who sang the song, yeah. but it was really cool. The song was good. Animation was really on on point. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the because there was an iteration that came out after that, and maybe two came after after that. I'm not sure, but that particular one was really good and my kids were engrossed in that i mean they they liked that um probably more than most of the stuff that they watched mm-hmm. you know and you know scooby's always great i mean you can't miss with that you cannot miss with it so yeah. but you're, you're familiar with rick and morty right absolutely yeah yeah that's the that's the type of yeah um, yeah exactly yeah. you're right yeah it works for that because you're of right. what the show is exactly. but it yes. doesn't work for everything and they're you're trying correct. to make it fit everything that and then they've got you know like um what was the one about the uh, the kids that went to go live with their uncle? Oh, um, uh, Gravity Falls. Gra- by the yeah, way, fantastic, absolutely yeah. fantastic piece of animation. Yes, that was so good. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah. And I remember watching with that with my kids, and I, you know, you could it's one of those things you could watch on two levels almost mm-hmm. too. But it was that was really good. Yeah, and you know, yeah, that that was. But it was uh, you know like it doesn't fit everything, and and right. definitely doesn't fit Scooby Doo. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. They should have definitely gave Scooby Doo the due that he was deserved. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but anyways, yeah. it's there. So, look forward to that. Um, the next thing I had was remember when we uh, we discussed Lobo? Yeah, yeah. They're doing a series. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So no, yeah. they're they're actually this is serious. So this yeah. isn't just a possibility. Yeah. No. Yeah. They've, they're, they've they're doing, announced it. Yeah. They've announced this. And not only they announced it, now the guy that's going to be doing it in, in his he hasn't appeared yet. Yeah. In uh, in Krypton, but what's going to happen is they they are, I think they're going to screen test him mm-hmm. for this, and they said that there's no guarantees yet that he's going to be the guy. However, not seeing his performance on screen yet, I mean the guy. Come on, I mean I'm sure you've seen the stills of this mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. I mean he's in, he it looks he good. I mean. Without seeing him move and talk and act, yeah, visually, like visually, he's he's nailed it, mm-hmm. nailed it, and uh, you know I think it's so cool. I just I, I think it's so cool that they're taking this guy and really going to do something with him. And again, it's, we talk about those properties where they, they they take these properties are lesser known or whatever, and they turn. Yeah, we're just talking about Legion things. earlier today too, we're like about the Legion. same type of thing. Exactly. So it's limited run, and then they took it, and mm-hmm. they they've got more creative control over it. Mm-hmm. And they can go and make what they want to out of it. They can make what they want out of it, and I think that that I really think with the way that this character has, I mean, he's inter, he's intergalactic, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So they have so many avenues to pursue with him. And place him in all these different scenarios and situations. I think I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting. I just hope they don't do something stupid and sloppy with it, mm-hmm. but just do what he does. He's one of those characters, kind of like a Deadpool kind of character. This is what he does. Don't try to make it into anything else other than what he does. Mm-hmm. And you, he kicks ass, is what he does. Yeah, you know. And uh, he is, and he's. he's he reminds me of Deadpool to a degree. He's not Deadpool completely, yeah. obviously, but he has some similar characteristics, and I think that it's cool that they that they are even attempting to do this, but they have to do it 
in a way, I think it's going to resonate with fans, of course, but it has to be in a way that people know Lobo, but they don't know a ton about Lobo, unless you're like a super Lobo yeah. fan, which I haven't ran into ton, that many of those people. But obviously, he's a guy that everybody knows for the most part, especially from Injustice. Yeah. You know? So, you know, the video game. But I, I'm looking forward to it, and I hope that they just do what they need to do with him and just put him in those scenarios where he does what he does. Make you can definitely have an o- overarching storyline of some type of bigger, you know, type of uh, nemesis over top, and he has to battle through these different things or whatever. But that's what it has to be because really, other than that, you know, he's not something that's going to be developing any love interests and these type of things and all that BS. He's definitely just got to be the ass kicker mm. that he is. Yeah. So I hope that's what they choose to do with it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm holding your res- reservations for the show, but um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be really good. All right, uh, last piece of a little bit new news that I have, which I am so... Oh, God, Josh and I have been talking about this since I've met Josh. Uh, the Uncharted movie. Oh, I so, didn't know about this. It is on. On! Tom Holland's Uncharted movie, or... Tom Holland's on it. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Now so wait, though. So, it's coming out. We got it 12 uh, December 20, or December 2020. Oh, they have a release date, too. They do. And it's kind of nicely placed because it's right in that wheelhouse. And I think what's slated to come out during the same time is Steven Spielberg's West Side Story, which, <laughs> on that. But, anyways, not, <laughs> again, I'm just saying that because I... You know, I appreciate theater, and I do go to the theater and things like that, and I do appreciate the finer arts. I don't really want to see it in a movie. Like, I love to... Uh, okay, I'll be honest. I, I've seen Les Mis. I've seen, I've seen all the big shows, The Phantom. And on stage, they are phenomenal. They're engaging. They're beautiful stories. Miss Saigon. You know, all that type of stuff. I had, a, I had you know, I had a package to even go see the opera in Pittsburgh. So... The bottom line is, though, those things, they definitely have where I think they belong. When you try to move those to the bigger screen, you lose a lot of that. Like when they put Les Mis on, and they, that was not that not too many years ago with, uh, not Russell Crowe, uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. Very talented. Hugh Jackman does the musicals great and everything. It's still not the same as seeing it on stage. Those type of things I feel that you truly need to go see on stage. West Side Story has been around forever. Go see it on stage. Appreciate it in that medium because I think that's where it belongs. So when I poo-poo that, that's the only reason I'm saying because theater, cinematic productions, I think, of those type of shows don't do those shows justice. Justice. And I think that's that's wrong. Like I appreciate that it's going to touch a broader base of people, but, you know, everyone should have to suffer through cats, even though, you know... (laughs) It, it's, I don't particularly like Cats. I've seen it two or three times. Don't like it. But it's still, if they try to put that onto a, a cinema, no way. It wouldn't yeah. work. And I, Same and thing I, with like Wicked, too. Wicked, exactly. Yeah. Same Wicked. All, you know, go down the list. So I, I do think that, you know, theater has its place. And I think that everyone should, should take the time to appreciate that. But in this situation, they're placing this up against something I think it's going to be, they're going to be able to hit a home run with this, if they do it right. So, anyways, Tom Holland is what they have paid for right now. Now, I got issues. 
Love Tom Holland. Okay. So is this going to be again? We don't know this yet, so we're going to talk about this a little bit. So is this going to be a Genesis story, which falls in line with like Uncharted three and four? And for those that have never played the video game, please, when you're done listening to this, go play. Go buy the video games and play them. Yeah. They are the most engaging. That mm. you learn stuff. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to yeah. play the game to its maximum and collect all the artifacts and do all that stuff, you will learn a ton from um, these games. Yeah. A ton. Yeah, not only that, but like it's it's grounded too. Like you there's the the way that they did like the um the graphics and the, the physics on it, mm-hmm. you feel what the character's feeling. Oh, absolutely. Like it's it's he's got weight to him, he's got movement, and I think that was like one of the biggest things that yeah. that drew me in was that that the that it feels like you're not playing the game. You're playing the game, and you're 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 definitely like you have you you have things that you're doing that affect what's going on in the game. But it feels like you're just watching a very long movie and a oh. very engaging movie. Uh, I mean, even if you just stream all the cutscenes, that's that's interesting yeah. enough. But Josh is completely right with what he says because when you play this game, there's characters you connect with in video mm-hmm. games. Yeah, Master Chief. Yeah, Drake. Yeah. You know, there's certain characters that you just resonate and you connect with. Mm-hmm. And if you play these games, you're like, you know, um, Samus or Metroid, yeah. you know, yeah. you keep going down the list. Solid you connect, Snake. Yeah, exactly. Snake. Yeah, exactly. So go down the list and you keep you keep doing that. Now, in three and four of the Uncharted series is when they started doing these back cuts to get the earlier version of his story, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I think it was really interesting. And, and his brothers integrated and that type mm-hmm. of stuff in these games. So um, I think that uh, if they do this, I am trying to think of a way to ensure that my boy, Nathan Fillon, is in this movie yeah. somehow, some way. Yeah, so I mean, it seems so like... He, from... ha- he has to be in this movie. Yeah, so and have you have you seen his, his Twitter profile picture changed not too recently? Um, and uh, it 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 looks very Nathan Drake esque, um, and he's been having a lot of um, uh, different tweets abroad. So I'm curious if they're keeping things on the download for. I'm hoping they're keeping things on the download for this. I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think they're probably going to start with a young Nathan Drake storyline, and then do maybe do something with him being older. At some point, I wish that they would not necessarily focus on Tom Holland as much on this one, and have have the flashbacks like they did in the video game. Yeah, which well, would be amazing. Well, the buzz is it's Holland, yeah. so yeah. which don't get me wrong. I mean, when we talked about who should be Nathan Drake. We we keep always coming back to Fillon. We always yeah. do. Oh, we we Josh and I have had this debate. He's got the personality for it. Like above Dude, everything else, you just, can get somebody in shape. But he looks enough like he looks enough like Drake, and he's got the exact same personality oh. as Drake. Did, go, just go watch that clip. Mm. They did was it a five or ten minute? Yeah, like like YouTube ten minute, video YouTube, thing or whatever. Yeah, fan. It film. is honest to God. It is it is so engaging. Yeah, I'll put it up on the Facebook page. Yeah, put that up. Check out the Facebook page. You got to watch this. It is absolutely amazing. And if you played the game, you played the game. Nathan Fillon has every exact mannerism down to a T. Yeah. So that's one thing that I can say that they did 
with that game is that they made the character a character, a true character, emotion, physical movements, everything that makes a character, they did it in this particular video game series. And like in Uncharted 2, the second version, there's the opening scene of Uncharted 2 is probably the best, and I have played, let me tell you, probably years of video games. I put all my hours together. That opening scene in Uncharted 2 is probably one of the best scenes that I have ever played in a video game. Period. No, I agree. Period. Yeah. You're there. It, you feel it. It resonates. It's you're, you're in it more than anything. And trust me, I love Halo. And Halo gives me kind of a feel like that too with the Master Chief situations earlier on in Halos, the original Halos. But I'm telling you what, this one, it's a home run every time. And I, this movie should have been made so long ago because... This one, unlike other video games, has substance, has storyline, has substance, has context, has everything you want it to be. Yeah, it's an. You can say, "Oh, it's Indiana Jones." It's not Indiana Jones. It's not. It's similar. Yeah, they're hunting for treasure and they're doing different things, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And I think that if they do the Tom Holland thing, I won't be disappointed because I think Tom Holland is fantastic. Yeah. I love him. He's so good. But I still just, I want Nathan Villain to have his shot because I so, so believe in him. And I'm telling you, you see that, watch that video, and I and there's no one that can disagree with me on that, I don't think. Yeah, it's up on the, it's on the Facebook page now. But, yeah, I mean, definitely watch that. And, you know, I don't know, man. I, I mean, we fans fans have been pushing really hard for Nathan Fillion to be on there. Like, anytime that he, he drops something that's even remotely um, could be construed as being connected to an Uncharted movie, um, there's tons of comic, oh. uh, comments, either about doing Serenity again, or... All right, or okay, that's another and then, uh And then the Uncharted movie. We never even talked about Firefly. Yeah, Firefly. Dude, dude that... Oh, couldn't... Oh. I was sad. I was so sad when that was over. Now, I, we yeah. got the movie. I get it. And the movie was great. Yeah. It was really, really good. But there, that that whole universe of that, there's so much left there. There mm-hmm. is so much left there. I mean, and, there, and not even mention what's left with just where they're currently at. But the, I mean, you talk about the potential for prequel, the yeah. whole brown coats yeah. and all that other that other stuff yeah. that happens way before yeah. that they kind of allude to and they talk about, and you don't know what the hell's going on with it. Yeah, do you like the smugglers run type Abs- of thing. Yes, with, yeah. yes. There's so. Oh. And, you know, I hope that that somehow gets picked up again because, you know what, the fan base is there. Oh, yeah. It's, it, I mean, this isn't like just a phantom fan base. This is a strong fan base. And I think there's tons of people out there that want to see this. Who, who owns the comic book rights to that? Is that Dark Horse or is it? You know, uh, it's a good question. I don't know. Uh, I know I there's do a not comic know. book out for it. I just can't remember. I don't know. Who but, knows. I mean, it's whoever owns it. They should definitely be uh, trying to to apply that into something else because those char- all the characters are so good too. I mean, not just I mean, obviously, you know, the entire crew's good. Mm. You know, then you have the 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 one girl that is the um, oh I forget. Jeez, here we go forgetting names. Yeah, but well, uh, anyways, is, but people will be surprised if we remember. Yeah, because yeah, we don't know names. Did they, did they script this week's episode? Yeah. <laughs> but. But if you if no one's ever seen Firefly, yeah. don't bypass it because you say, "Oh, it was canceled." Don't bypass it. Watch it because it is so it's so good. And I think that you watch it, 
wrap it up with serenity when you're done if you haven't seen any of it you'll appreciate it you'll and then you'll be in the same boat with us wanting more and i hope that uh i hope that uh like the powers to be can can hear the fans because they want it you know i want it Mm -hmm. for sure and and i want filling too and and again but again this is one of those situations where i'm not upset with holland being the pick because i can kind of yeah i'm not i can I'd, see him as a younger yeah. younger drake he definitely works um zo uh zoe washburn by the way is her name yeah that's it yeah um but or uh was the the character's name uh gina torres yep um but the uh you know he he works as a young nathan i'm just i'm more worried about storyline with the young nathan i think that if they were to pull off the feeling of of the the games and put Nathan Philly in there and you can have Tom Holland in there within flashbacks of a young Nathan Fillion. And you could even do a young or I'm not not young Nathan Fillion, young Nathan Drake. Uh, you can do uh, a prequel at some point, but don't have that be what you're starting off with. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, However, no, I, no, I agree. And I think that one thing you'll see if you play the video games from one to four. Yeah. Drake ages. Yeah, you know, and I think that's that that in itself, again, because you are invested in this guy. It's not like, you know, it's the same character every time. You've grown with this guy, and you've been through his adventures, and you've seen what he's seen, and you've lived through what he's dealt with, and then you get to four. It's an older Drake at this point. He even talks about it, mm-hmm. you know, it, you know, in the game too. It's like it's not lost, and the dialogue, and the writing in the game. Is is really I think far and beyond what you see in most games. You don't see that level of development today mm-hmm. in video games. You just don't see it. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that you know again, it, it's just a masterful series that will go down as obviously one of the best ever. And uh, I can't say enough about it. So I mean, I'm obviously a fanboy on it. So I'm gonna shut up about it. But I mean, that's that's truly how I feel about it. What else do we have for as far as other news? Is that it? So other news. That's about. That's basically what I got. I mean, we're gonna talk touch all the E3 stuff here in a little bit. But other than that, that's that's it for new news. There's probably I'm sure there's other things out there that are going on. But you know, for the most part, what I, what resonated with with me and what I saw, you know, be interesting to talk about. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, the only other thing that I had was um, Spider-Man. They did the reviews, or that they they've opened up for oh, for reviews yeah, on the yeah, film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I've checked a few of those out. Uh, Everything's been good so far. It's been it's been very positive reviews, um, and uh, the 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 biggest uh, like the biggest contention point is is it better than Far From Home? And some people say that's very good, but it's not better than Far From or not Far From Home, uh, better than Homecoming. Um, some people say that it, it's not, um, but it's very good. And some people say that it, it definitely is better than Homecoming. So it's it's probably right there along with yeah. Homecoming. Yeah. Um, definitely a lot of teenage romance going along with it, but the same thing was going on during mm-hmm. Homecoming. So not terribly worried about that. Um, I've heard that uh, that Jake Gyllenhaal works amazingly in it. Um, Good. And Good. as Mysterio, which just tickles me pink because uh, <laughs> I love Jake Gyllenhaal and I, uh, Mysterio's... To the point my where favorite. he's tickled pink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my favorite, uh, my favorite Spider-Man villain is by far Mysterio. So, yeah. if if uh, 
if um, for those that don't know, Josh is is a Spider-Man reader. Yeah. He's a guy that's that is definitely when it comes to Spider-Man. Josh is definitely someone you want to ask. He will have the answers for you. So if he's giving you an opinion, you know it's worth listening to. Yeah, and it, you know the I think on Sam Raimi's Spider-Man Four, it was uh, Mysterio was originally going to be uh, one of the villains on there as they were building up Sinister Six, mm-hmm. and it was going to be. Um, I'm going to get so much crap for forgetting the name, but um, the guy that was in, um, that played Ash in Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That guy. Yeah. Now you're going to get crap now, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but we gave them a point of reference, Josh. That's what we do. So it's up to the listener to fill those blanks in. It's yeah. a challenge. This, this is not a this is not a one way street. Oh, somebody's Bruce Campbell. Somebody was yelling at uh, I'm sure at the the car radio yeah. as they were listening. Well, anyway. But the um, yeah, Bruce Campbell was originally going to play, and he was set up as being you know like a, a watcher type of guy, yeah. and as cameos throughout through all of the three Spider-Man films that were there, and presumably he was following Spider-Man through all this. Yeah, as Mysterio before oh. he. Had the costume, which was really cool, but yeah. the way that they were going to play Mysterio on the original script didn't really work out, or didn't seem very appealing. So I'm glad that Bruce Campbell would have played it amazingly. But I'm glad that's going this other way, and Jake Gyllenhaal is perfect for it as well. So yeah, and that's um, one of those characters. If like you and I, we never had the discussion of who or who should be Mysterio. That's one thing that never came up in our discussions, yeah. but. It's interesting to say because it's like that's one of those characters. I'd be like, I really don't, don't know, know who yeah. that would be. I, I yeah, but Jake Gyllenhaal fits really. I well. mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I've seen a little bit of it, but I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't disagree with who they would have picked for that because I really had no no, yeah. no dog in that hunt. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing. I mean, there there was a uh, some more Spider-Man news as far as like the the J.J. Abrams print that we were talking about earlier today over the pool. Yeah. Um, the J.J. Abrams had a, um, it was revealed that Hillman and Sonner are working on a series for Marvel, a comic book series, um, for Spider-Man. A lot of people are up in arms about it because it appears that J.J. Abrams is using his influence because, um, young 17, 16 year old kid, uh, starting career over at Marvel. Um, I don't see it that way. Uh, I see it as we're getting a J.J. Abrams story. Right. Um, yeah with from for spider-man within the marvel universe i agree so you know even if the kid's there yeah he's part of that like great you know whatever yeah um but i'm not going to cast any judgment on him being a part of it until i read it and they mess it up but they're you know it's it's uh i'm i'm excited about it for the fact that it's probably going to be majorly or at least it's at least going to be very well tested through J.J. Abrams to, yeah. before the story comes out. Oh, I don't so. think I don't think J.J. would let this kid kick out something that's bad. No, no. Yeah. I drew the parallel when we were talking about this earlier about how, you know, and I got to say it because I'm, I'm a, a ginormous uh, Van Halen fan. Yeah. And uh, with with uh, Eddie bringing on Wolfie yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the Van Halen ranks too, I mean, you know, well. that was a hard pill to swallow and it was one of those I was really against it. And uh, and I and I still am, but um, ultimately it should be Mike Anthony. Period, hands down, done deal yeah. for me. But 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 again, it's like you can't begrudge the the kid can play. I mean, I, yeah. I saw him live in concert with David Lee Roth and with Woofy playing, and of course I did nothing that whole time 
then critique Wolfie not being Michael Anthony and not actually appreciating Wolfie for his for abilities. His, yeah. And you know what? Let's be honest. If you can, if you have enough chops to, to be go able to go on stage with, with Van, Van Halen, Halen yes. and one of the best guitar players that on the planet's ever existed, then you know what? You, you deserve a little bit of something there. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. again, his dad wasn't playing the guitar for him or wasn't playing the bass. You know what I mean? He had to play the bass still himself. And and musically, they sounded great. David David Lee Roth was he's never been good live, so that's been a fact forever. I mean, his his studio albums. I mean, again, I'm going off on a tangent. I apologize, but Van Halen does that to me from time to time. But you know, studio albums with David Lee Roth are phenomenally mastered and they're beautiful, beautiful pieces of work, fantastic. And Dave is the best front guy in the world. And I think back in the day, David Lee Roth was able to overcome i think his his uh singing lack of singing abilities to a degree yeah because of his showmanship and he is probably one of the best front men of a metal band ever yeah. period and uh so anyways little sidebar there but you know it's kind of a parallel i mean it's like you have to sometimes step back and take a look at it and realize that you got a kid who's grown up with a creative genius yeah. as his father and if you don't think some of that's rubbed off on him then shame on you. And and you know what? If I had a kid and I was in that position, I'd do the same damn thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, yeah, you, you give your kid a push. Give him a little bit of, you know, eventually he'll get his legs and do his own stuff. And we'll have another Abrams doing some good stuff. So that's how I feel about it. I think that's it for other news. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. We um, it. So, yeah, let's let's talk about Batman for a little bit. Okay. Um, and and more importantly, the Batman um, okay. in twenty twenty one. So I think I think this is going to change your. I think this is going to steer you in a better direction. Thank you. On Please, I need to be. So, um, are you familiar with the run, the Long Halloween? Yes. All right. Tell us about the Long Halloween. Oh, uh, I only read without it once. giving too much away. Yeah. I only read it once. It was um, obviously. Well, if I say it was dark, that that's basically yeah. all the Batman, Batman. movies. Or all the Batman runs. Um, I only read it once. Uh, I read it a long time ago, and uh, I remember it being good. I thought it was interesting. Um, it was a depart. It was definitely a departure from what you normally see with Batman, mm-hmm. and um, I enjoyed it. Uh, but you know, I'd have to refresh myself and, and go back and reread it again to talk intelligently about it. Yeah. I just remember it being something that was. Um, kind of against the normal grain of Batman at the time. Yeah. And so it, it was still, it, I appreciated it and I enjoyed it. But yeah. again, there's not a lot of Batman stories I can say are garbage. So, so. let me, let me um, run through what I found as far as the research that I've done um, on this storyline um, and, and give you kind of a rundown of what I've gathered um, from it being. So it's, it's, and you can tell me if I'm off base here or not. So it's Batman. That's, um, Definitely a detective Batman, like the truest yes. detective Batman. Um, and many um, villain story that uh, that has a large number of rogues gallery um, to where um, there's it's a murder mystery of, of sorts and without understanding who the big bad is at hand there. So you're going through the majority of the run um, going not with known, Batman. Which is not uncommon for Batman, though. 
There's been other storylines yeah. that have taken that approach. But, but yeah, but I understand what you're saying. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I apologize. Different, different than what we've seen yeah. within the on the, Out, the screen. Of the norm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, going going with Batman on his journey of, of figuring out who is at mm-hmm. at hand there. Um, so it's been leaked with this past week. Um, I, I can't find the official source, but I've heard I've heard multiple people talking about it. So I, I'm pretty solid in saying that it, it's probably legit. Um, oh, 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 I hope you're gonna say what you're gonna say. But the the synopsis leaked for. Um, the Batman 2021, and it's based upon a long Halloween. Really? Yes. Fantastic. And it's going to include, as we yeah. know, it makes sense. It makes sense because of all the coward, all the car- Yes, it makes complete sense yeah. now. As we know, it's going to include the Penguin and, and yeah. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's also going to include um, uh, the Riddler. Yeah. It's going to include um, Firefly, the Mad Hatter, and um, Two Face. So. Nice. Um, you know, a big rogues gallery of people. And, and there's it. still two more. There's six altogether. Yeah, those six. Riddler, um, Penguin, two. Catwoman, uh, Two-Face, um, Mad Hatter, and oh, Firefly. The Firefly. Okay, yeah, I didn't catch Firefly. Okay, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Good. So, and then there's rumored to be another villain, but I'm not going to say that one because... That could possibly be a spoiler. I'm not gonna even touch on it. So okay, there could be somebody else in there. That's strictly a rumor. There are two different actors that have possibly been assigned to that. If you want to know about that after the podcast, I'll share it with you. Yeah, no, on the I podcast, definitely, definitely want to know. Um, that's awesome, dude. So okay, so though my feelings have been made clear on my Pattinson situation. Yeah, yeah I still have yet to go back and watch. Any other like dive into any other patents and film? There are yeah. a couple yeah, on mean, there that I've I've researched and that that have um, that have piqued my interest on um, Robert Pattinson. Well, uh, as just, far as like his his portfolio. Yeah. No. Don't. And again. And and um, I know that I had. Uh, you know, my opinion on on Pattinson has been pretty clear as far as it comes to Batman. But I do want to make clear that I mean I don't disrespect the guy. He's very, very, very talented, and he's done some really good stuff. And you know, I've seen him. I haven't seen a ton of his work, but he has. I mean, his his catalog is ginormous, and I know he's done a lot of more indie type of art films too, and mm-hmm. he's had some bigger ones as well. But um, you know, Water for Elephants, I think he did a fantastic job in that, and he's done some other stuff that I've that I've enjoyed. But for the most part, I still for me, didn't see him as the yeah. Batman. And I still don't see him as the Batman. However, in this particular scenario, if we're going down this road and that's going to be the storyline, then I don't think that he's going to have to be... He's going to have a lot of supporting influence in this with these characters that he's dealing with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, all the extra... Uh, you talk about this rogues gallery... If we're going to be bringing in some really strong people playing these other characters, which I hope they do, you know, not, I mean, I'm thinking Mad Hatter, who, yeah. are, you gonna, who are you going to get, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you can get a guy to do the Mad Hatter the right one. way, yep. that's going to be money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, I'd like... You can get somebody to do the Riddler the right way. Oh, absolutely. If you can write the Riddler the right way. Well, you, hey, you just said it right there. Yeah. Write it the right way for the Riddler. And that right, right there, because really that's... That, 
that is the key for the Riddler for sure. But you know, like with the Matt Hatter and stuff too, it's like I think like immediately, my who's your first thought when you think Matt Hatter? I had a thought that immediately popped in my head of an actor. Um, I've got like a I've got a face to it. I just I don't know who fits that. Well, face. immediately what came to my mind was Johnny Depp. Oh yeah. So I mean, only I think, because his work of Alice in Wonderland yeah, and stuff Alice like that, he has stuff, he can do that type of. And I don't even know what the right terminology is when you talk about how the Mad Hatter talks and his cadence and the way that he acts and behaves and everything. But he's one of those kind of characters that in the Batman universe could have gone either way, who was a villain, you know. He could have been put in with General Gum, you know, or he could have, you know, gone a different direction. I mean, it just really depends, you know, of how they tease that out. But the Riddler, like what you said, is how good is the writing and and, and how they're going to be able to... to really make that character resonate too and i think that that would be so cool and if we have all these strong supporting villains too with pattinson and as batman which is obviously happening then i, I definitely can be more on board than than what i have been and uh, uh, you know again i just want to last preference is like you know again understand don't hate the guy just don't want him as my batman mm. that's that's basically it but We'll see. I mean, I think it's that's good. That's great. I mean, it's I also it's awesome. rumored to be obviously, obviously they they exp- expressly explain that it's it's not your one Batman. He's been at it for a little bit, and he's obviously built up this rogues yeah. gallery of, of villains. Well, yeah, you would have to. You so, have six of them coming yeah. at you. So you've um, but that would you're make around your your two year three. So he's like he's like thirty something years old. So mm-hmm, at yeah. this point he's already done the League of Assassins. He's been yeah. he's been gone and in, in, in away for a long time. He's come yeah. back now and now he's got his chops and you know, he's probably fought a few people and you know, he's right at that cusp. I think yeah. he's at that point. That's where he should okay. be. So who else showed up at that point? Well Roz, I mean No. Who who else showed up for Batman at that point? Like who did Batman take on at that point? So, um, it's been rumored that... Oh, he takes on the... Uh, what's that chick's name? Um, the, fem- um, the female assassin. What's her name? Oh, Roz's the daughter. Roz's daughter? Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going towards... Um, he takes around year two, year three in yeah. the comics. He takes on Robin. And it's been rumored that we're going to get a young Robin in this as well. So either him taking on Robin or some mention of Robin. Yeah. Um, well, see, I could have seen Pattinson as Robin. Yeah, that's true. I could yeah. have seen Pattinson as Robin without a heartbeat, and I've been happy with but that. But I'm talking about like a young like kid, well, I understand. teenage I understand. version. I, I get it. Or Robin. I get it. I get it. So. I'll tell you one thing. I mean, not to switch gears completely, but I think the casting they did for uh, Todd yeah. and, um, and, and, uh, and Titans, Titans. Yeah, was amazing. Dude, amazing. Yeah. Amazing! That kid was good. He was really good in that. And not to mention, I mean, just like he, I mean, it's almost like the like they drew him before he was even here. I mean, he was good. But anyways, sidebar. Sorry. No, no worries. Um, yeah, I mean, so very much rumored, very loose rumored on that one. Well, um, you know what? It would it would definitely be better than the uh, Chris O'Donnell Robin, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's better than the Robin we got in uh, Batman vs Superman too. Uh, yeah. You know, with just a suit. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's interesting. I'm glad. I'm glad to see. I'm glad to see that it's it's making it more palatable to me. So. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I think that you know things so like you this. Have, you have calmed my <laughs> my inner bat. I have calmed down <laughs> to a degree. So, but I think it's so it's so intriguing that they've chose to take that story though, because of all the stories that you have of Batman that you could go with, that's the one that they choose. That's an interesting choice in itself. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's going to be very much like a. Yeah, a noir type of story. I don't think it's going to be like the yeah. Batman. That well, we and know. this could fit that. It could fit yeah. that very quickly and very easily, and I like that. But I mean, the sh- I mean, I still can't stress enough the strength of those villains has got to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's got to be tight. It's got to be tight. And oh man, I can't wait to see who they got in those yep. roles. Yep. Good. Good news. Um. Yeah, I mean that's that's as much as I have, except for that thing that I'm going to share with you afterwards. Yeah. Tonight, because I have a feeling that's going to be a big spoiler. Right. And I don't want to spoil it don't for anybody. Spoil. Um, we had... And, and so what's next on the docket, Matt? We've got... We talked about Batman. What was uh, The Boys? Tell me about The Boys on Amazon. Prime. Yeah, so this one looks really interesting to me. So um, when they advertised it, I was like, what is this? What is this? Well, it's so, Seth Rogen thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, he's involved for sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it it when as soon as he's involved, you're thinking, oh, it's got to be a little bit of a twist or something to it. So well, yeah, he did the preacher too, exactly, which was really good. Yeah. So the guy that wrote preacher, his name's Garth Ennis, right? Yep. So he's done the. He wrote this too. Okay. Cool. Okay. But what I don't think people, a lot of people, realize about Garth Ennis too, he actually had one of the longest runs of writing the Punisher too. I, that makes sense. I, I've never, yeah. never thought about it. So, and I, I don't. I mean, I mean, I think, I don't know. If people know that or not, but I mean, there was that bleed over between the two comics there. But for the most part, yeah, he did. He had a really long run on Punisher, which was pretty good. So, again, I, I for me, for Punisher, I was kind of in and out, in and out. You know, it was. Like, yeah, I mean, there's definitely the standouts, yeah. um, like Punisher Max and yeah. like Welcome Back Frank and stuff like that. Yeah, but. You know, as far as like like steadily going along with it. You know, I will tell you about. I will, and we'll get to back to the boys in a minute, though. But there was recently within the past, maybe six months ago, they finished it up. It was a story that I read. It was a six shot series, and it was about the Punisher, Mm -hmm. and it was about his first kill, and it was really like. Nam era or it, oh, it was all Vietnam. Okay, it's good. him and the and how he went to Vietnam okay. and in his and why he was in Vietnam, his crew and everything, and the premise is basically like his crew that he had in Vietnam is being interviewed by a person to try to get a story together about this and stuff like that, and they start telling the story and everything, but it's the story of his first kill, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of other stuff that goes into it, but it was actually very good yeah i mean i really enjoyed it and again it's only six i think it's six episodes six uh, it's six shots i think six uh comics yeah six issues yeah six issues um very well done very good it gives you um a perspective into the punisher that you don't really see and i think that's why they did it you know um but it's really interesting. It covers the whole Vietnam thing. Talks about, you know, I'm not going to ruin it because I really think people should read it. It's really good. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about it because I just yeah. want people to read it. But it, it's out there. Um, I, I can't remember the exact title of it. But I'm sure if you go to your, your comic book store and just say, hey, what's that, you know, 
you know, Punisher's first kill series will tell you. Yeah. Um, but it's really, really good. It's definitely worth a read. I recommend it. Spend the money, get it. I don't know if it's bound yet or not. Probably not bound yet. But uh, it's worth it's worth it. Really good. Get some get some insight into Punisher. So you you read this, then you go read the Punisher, and you get a little bit more backstory, a little more understanding, you know, of who he is as a person. And you know, in that comic book, it really establishes his values, his core being, who he is. And I think that you know, yeah, of course, there's tons of violence in it too. But but. I think that's the the real important part is is that you don't always get that type of piece when you read the books, the other books, but this one gives you that little bit something to make you more connected to the character. So when you do read it, you appreciate it more. And whenever I can find little pieces like that to make me appreciate reading the character more, give me more depth, more layers to the character, that's when I really like it. That's why I love to read Star Wars novels. I love to read all that extra Star Wars stuff mm -hmm. that I read. Yeah. Because when, then when I read context. a comic, because the comic can only tell you so much. Don't get me wrong. Storytelling in comics can be phenomenally good. Mm -hmm. But there's still there's still not enough space to really go deep. Yeah. You know? But if you can do these kind other the, pieces. the area in between the panels to like really. Yeah. You know what? Exactly. Well, exactly what you said, Josh. In between yeah. the panels. And I think that, that that book is really, really good. So definitely check that out. But anyways, back to the boys. So this is going to be on Amazon. The boys. The boys. So I did a little research on this, and I did order it, so I haven't read it yet. But it's it's uh, it's not a huge – I don't think it's a heavy lift. It's all bound. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read it before it comes out too. So um, When's the release date on that? Uh, I, I, I want to think it's July, but I may be wrong. They're I think advertising. Right. I think it's like – I think it's the Like the July 24th July. or something? But they're they're I mean the trailers are out there, so yeah. um, the whole run the whole run was uh, less than a hundred issues, so it was published by Wildstorm first July twenty sixth, July twenty sixth yeah. yeah okay so yeah seven twenty six, so um, Wildstorm published it at first and then it was picked up by Dynamite Dynamite finished it out, so hundred it's a hundred hundred episode uh, series run on that so. And that was it. But what I thought interesting were some of the characters that they have in this. And one of the main character, his name is Billy Butcher. And Billy Butcher is being played by somebody that I Carl talked Urban. about the other day. Mm -hmm. yeah. Carl Urban. So someone was listening and realizes he has superhero <laughs> I, I think there's a little bit more work that went into that before we were talking about it. But I don't think so. I'll give it to you. No, I don't yeah. think so. I think someone listened to this and listened to us and, and said, hey, this guy's got some, some chops. Let's get him in there. So, anyways, he's going to be in that. Then they have a list of characters: are Billy Butcher, uh, Huey Campbell, Mother's Milk, the Frenchman, the female, uh, uh, alternate reality, and, and there's some other ones too. But those, are the, the, yeah, yeah, Nitro. Those are the key characters. And which I thought was interesting, they have uh, Huey Campbell's being played by Jack Quaid. By the way, for the record, I want everyone to know yeah. that I have names. I have names for these actors. Mm. So Jack Quaid, if you don't know who he is, he is the son of one Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Dennis Quaid, yeah. So uh, don't know what he's else he's done. I really don't know. Uh, I'll just tell his IMDb up. Yeah. So and then um, Mother's Milk is being played by this guy named uh, Laz Alonzo. He's the guy in Avatar, and he was also in uh, Fast and the Furious. So 
He's in it. The The rest of the guys that are playing these characters, I'm not really sure who they are or where they come from. So I'm not going to bother with their names. But somebody will probably correct me and say that they were in this. And I'll feel stupid. But the bottom line is, so basically this is an alternate reality type situation where superheroes exist. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, like, you know, New York City has a superhero. Mm-hmm. Okay? That superhero is now part of a, a corporate conglomeration type thing. You know what I mean? So they basically, all the superheroes that patrol and protect these cities, all are part of a corporation. Mm-hmm. And this corporation then turns around, monetizes the, you know, the superhero themselves. So, you know, commercials and, you know, whatever else that they do do, you know. These people are kind of like, underneath it all mm-hmm. and counteract the situations where like the superhero in New York it may have some type of a issue or does something you know what I mean and their job is to go clean this up in a sense as what I gathered so far so again not having read it I'm not completely clear on how this goes but that's the genesis of what I get. So it's kind of like they, you, these superheroes may be protecting the city and doing good things, but they still have an evil side. Yeah, and they address that. Yeah, they're they're very much like um, fat, dumb, and happy, and not Ex- in a good way. You're exactly right? right. Yeah, and these people go in and they they address those situations. How they address them, I don't know how that goes. But it, it seems really interesting, and I think that they've done a good job of making a representation of multiple different areas. You got Billy, he's English. Huey Campbell, he's Scottish. You got the American, I think, who is the mother's milk guy. You have the Frenchman, obviously, from France. So they have like this United Nation type of uh, conglomerate of people mm-hmm. that are out there combating big corporate America's uh, poster boys out there doing wrong, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it, it's it, the premise is cool. I love yeah, the premise. I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely something different. Yeah, I think it's, it's almost like Watchmen esque. Exactly. Oh no, yeah. no. I think you're hitting it right there. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Watchmen esque to a degree. Absolutely. And I think it gives more more um, weight to the personal side of a super being. Yeah. Versus just focusing on their abilities. This is focusing on you know the uh, other side of those individuals, the other dimensions that they have. And, yeah, you know, just because you're great and you can, you know, lift a train and, and, and save a city doesn't mean that you're not yeah. out doing something you ain't supposed to be doing. Yeah. And if you're out doing that, someone's going to bust your ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these are the people that are going to do it. So, again, I don't know who controls these people. And I don't, I don't, and again, I think once I read the comic, I'll be ready to talk about this. And I will definitely have it done before this launches. So we will talk about this again yeah. <laughs> for sure. Because I just want to be able to have read something in its entirety. And, you know, a hundred issue run is not that big of a deal to read, especially when they bind it. You yeah. Know? So we'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But I'm looking really forward to it. I think it's, and Elizabeth Shoes in it. They dug her up from Adventures in Babysitting Land, whatever she's been doing. <laughs> I have no idea. But, um, She's in. She's not a superhero character, I don't think. She may be the. Uh... Yeah, I don't see her on the casting list, so no. she must not be. She's not. No, a main... uh, she's playing uh, uh, Madeline Stillwell. Yeah, so she may be a liaison between the corporations or something. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing, but she's in it. So, 
Um, for those that uh, appreciated babysit uh, Adventures in Babysitting Land, there you go. So yeah, and uh, what was the other thing she was in? Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah first, she played the, the first one, yeah, the girlfriend. Yeah. So, and I had a name and everything and a movie. How about that? <laughs> Beautiful. So, anyways, so let's uh, let, let we'll talk more about that. But I think that that's going to be a really strong series. I think they're putting they're, they're putting some muscle behind that. So, and I think that you know with the success of Preacher, yeah, you know I think that you know if you look at Preacher and the way that that's oh, written, Preacher and, was done, yeah, exactly, incredibly well. Like at least yeah. the first couple of seasons. And, and Enos is he's involved in this, so yeah. he's not he's not walking away from this. He's there, you know. I don't think he's writing the screenplay, but he's involved. So I don't know if he's an executive producer. I don't know what his role is, but he's still very very mm-hmm. attached to the project. So hopefully that's going to be able to keep these these characters to source for the most part, you know, material-wise, and and we'll see what happens because Preacher was great. You know, that was a really, really that, that was series. a interesting and uh, uh, how can you? I mean, Preacher's kind of hard to describe. <laughs> you know, it's, it's different. I mean, it's, it's, it's just different. You know, yeah. it's just very different, and uh, it's good. So. Yeah. Um. So we we obviously missed um, we we meant to talk about E three last week yeah um, we obviously missed that but definitely want to hit on some of those points um, this week um, I uh, the the probably the best way to, to be able to to do this is to to talk about um, stage by stage as far as like um, these big moments as companies company wide moments. Um, the way that I see it, and, and you can add on to it, yeah, um, sure. the way that I see it, that we, we had big moments from probably Nintendo, um, had a couple of good things Huge in there. Huge moment my Nintendo, yeah. Um, we had Microsoft um, had yeah. a pretty good moment. Um, yes. EA Games had yes. a pretty good moment. Yes, they did. And then um, uh, Square Enix had a really big moment. I think they yeah. probably, I think they probably won um e3 if i had to to take my pick well the buzz is stronger for what they're square enix yeah Yeah. for like they've got three big titles let's talk about i think what's important to talk about is like how sony just skipped it yeah yeah i mean sony skipped it sony is one of the biggest players in the market and they skip it well they're coming off the success of spider-man it doesn't matter. Um, you you yeah. you are you but, are you are as safe as the last meal served, brother. Yeah, but they've got they've got so much um, so much content that's coming strictly. Yeah, but, I mean, you to the PlayStation. Okay, to me, you don't skip this. Nah, I, don't know. I mean, you think it's okay that Sony just so said, technically technically Nintendo skipped it too. Granted, they no, put out I a don't video. think they did. I think what they dropped was a ginormous bomb, yeah. and they. They, I mean, maybe they they, they still drop content. They weren't there, but I mean, they or they oh, didn't they, do like a they, panel they, or anything. But they had a far more bigger presence yeah. than Sony then. Yeah, yeah. They they dropped like a kind of like a panel via online content, which was really cool. But but that's not uncommon yeah. for them. Uh, no, this is the first time they've done that. No, that's or, they, I thought they've always put. It, they've uh, always kind of done that. It may be like the second time. I'm pretty okay. sure like this is somewhat newer. Yeah, that could be wrong. Um, but. And often am, but um, <laughs> we, you know, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I just I don't think that it's it's necessary. If you don't have, I think it's better to stay home if you don't have a whole lot coming out. Um, you know, even some of these some of these players were kind of they were. Um, 
Okay, let's put it this way. Pushing it a little bit with the, if, the lack of content that okay. they've got. If Sony skips it, yeah, that means they got to come hard, hard next year. Hard yes. next year. Hard. I completely agree. They've got to come with Spider-Man 2. they got to come hard. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. I agree. Yeah. So, but uh, I think some of the cool things, like you talked about Microsoft, they, uh, they definitely touched on the new Xbox coming out in 2020. Yeah, I missed that. The I missed Scarlet. the details. Yeah. They like the Sony presented the details of um, the new PS5 too, um, mm-hmm. full details. But I've I've missed both of those, which yeah. I mean, quite honestly, I just I don't care yet. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. too far off. And then because yeah, we've got another two or three years. Yeah, right? but I, I think the cool thing then, the cool thing with Sony though is they're talking about the Project Scarlet, which is the new yeah, Xbox the, coming in 2020. Yeah, uh, they, Microsoft. What, yeah, Microsoft. Yeah. yeah, I said I'm sorry, not Sony. Um, but then what they did is they talked about the the new Halo that's coming with it, though. Yeah, Infinite. You know, and and uh, that dude. I mean, that's the sole. The only reason I even keep my Xbox is because of Halo. Yeah, that's it. That is the only reason. Yeah, I, I mean, if Xbox. I were to get one, like. I would get one for Halo, and that would be it. And exactly, and so they they did it right by talking about the new one. Talked, they they gave they gave a lot of footage of the new Halo coming out, and it looks so good. Master Chief's in it, you know. And again, you bring Master Chief back. I mean, hello, you know, hello. Yeah. I'm invested because you know. Oh again, yeah. You know, I think that was that was one of the the coolest moments for me about the C3 was that that we got to see like completely unexpected too on my part at least um, seeing Master Chief there because they they dropped the new Halo thing. And it looked interesting at first, but then Master Chief yeah. came out. I'm like, what? Uh, <laughs> exactly. And it was, you know. Scooby-Doo moment. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just completely unexpected and, and such a delight yeah. to see. Yeah. You know, we, have, we haven't really seen Master Chief since Halo 3. Right. So it's definitely something that they need to bring back. They're going to bring back the series. I'm very glad that they did. Yeah. They, I mean, and, and to me... It's been long enough. Yes. And they couldn't wait any longer than nope. this. And I think that it's it's going to be such a... I mean, they have to have a hook like this mm-hmm. to get you to buy the system. And the whole point is, it's like, yeah, I will I will spend the three ninety nine dollars to, to get... Or that, well, who knows what it'll be. 500 bucks. 500 bucks or whatever it is to, to get that. I, uh, I'm sorry. I'll yeah, come I, over I to your house. <laughs> I mean, but I will. But unfortunately for me, I have an excuse. I have two kids that want it. So, mm. you know, they'll probably, well, my kid will probably yeah. buy it himself anyways. But, uh, <laughs> but anyways, that, I mean, I think that I mean, it looked good. It looked really good. So I'm excited about that for sure. So, um, but, but you're talking about Nintendo too. And I think what um, I'm not I'm not a Switch guy. I don't I don't play Nintendo anymore. I mean I played a ton of Nintendo back mm-hmm. in the day. I mean that was obviously one of the staples in my in my stable of video game playing between that and Tecmo Bowl. But uh, um, yeah, so played plenty of Tecmo Bowl on the regular NES system, right? Yeah. And I uh, definitely I, I love the early Nintendo. That's where I played Metroid and I played uh, you know all those other games, uh, Metroid and. Um, so, yeah, anyways, all sure. good. But anyways, so I dropped off, and I, of course, you know, back on the NES, I played Legend of Zelda, and I played all those games too, and I completed them all. Um, but they're the the one I have not played, which is on the Switch, which is Breath of the Wild, which yeah. is all, dude. This is like 
this is this is like huge. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not. It's I'm, it's the same. It's it's what you would expect on something like Ico or um, what was the one that he played that Adam Sandler's character played on um, mm-hmm. on the yeah the movie. I know what yeah, you're talking about. Um, yeah. Shadows of the Colossus. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. it's Final that Fantasy, type of graphic. You know, yeah, yeah. the you know some Early of the Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy games. Yeah. yeah, that type of graphics. Yeah. Works extremely well with yeah. Zelda. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's just it's 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 insane how simple it was to connect those two, but how well it's worked. Oh, it's worked out fantastically. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is a little bit tuned up graphically from those. Yeah. But um, but I mean it's still the the play style and the content and what you're doing is very similar I, I I guess I've gathered from my kids playing it, but you know Breath of the Wild has been like a firefly I mean it's been a firestorm I mean these kids are loving this and I mean it's it takes I mean it takes for someone to complete that game it mm-hmm. takes commitment and time like mm-hmm. you have no idea and there's some yeah. kids I know that like my some of my son's friends have completed that game and it's it, it has taken a good portion of their lives already so anyways they dro- they're dropping a, a complete sequel to breath of the wild mm-hmm. and that is just that's huge mm-hmm. huge in the nintendo world and yep. that's one of the big things that they dropped there and i think that that looks really good for those guys so. yeah yeah i mean that's the that was the biggest thing i think that they dropped i think the only other thing that they dropped that that really made any traction was the um, the Luigi's Mansion. Um, yeah. The new Luigi's Mansion. And, you know, that's fun and it looks cool and stuff like that, but nothing. Uh, in anything they to... put Mario Luigi on sells. It just, yeah. it sells. And it holds value. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. You can still sell Mario Party games from like four generations ago that are still yeah. getting 20 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You like, know? like um, you know, Mario Brothers, you know, like the, the Duck Hunt Mario Brothers combo still sells for crazy. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so I asked my son about E3. Yeah. So, I'm just yeah. going to take his notes. What a, yeah, what a great note to say. Verb, verbatim, his bullet mm-hmm. points of okay. what he said, his take from E3. Yeah. Don't know what this is. So, you may, I don't know. Okay. But point one, Ghostwire looks interesting. Yeah, so is. Um, is that what is that? Is that snake or what is that? Is that siphon filter or? Yeah, so it's kind of like siphon filter from what I gathered, and, and from what I remember of Ghostwire. And let me let me just. While you're looking sure. that up, I'll read his next point. Yeah. Next point: Fallout seventy six has at least managed to just get a little better, even though it still sucks. So, mm. so that's his point on that. Um. Let's see. Too many companies filled time with mobile games. Uh, I mean, that's where the market's at, though. But but there's a parentheses on this. He he added at the end. Ready? Which suck. Okay. (laughs) I agree, but... (laughs) Okay. Ad revenue comes in, and it's, you know... Um, his next one is uh, Bango Kazoo is, uh, is in a Smash. Is in Smash. Yeah. Even though I thought he's stupid as hell, <laughs> it is really proves that Nintendo is interested in their fans. So, so what he's saying here, though, basically, is uh, Bango Kazoo. Yeah. Is in Smash, even though he's stupid, but Nintendo's listening to the fans because they obviously really wanted him. So. Well, what was cool about Bango Kazoo being in um, was that. Uh, 
Oh, Ghostwire. Is Ghostwire the... Um... I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Well, I'm, I'm just going to watch a clip really quick. All right. Well, you watch that. I'll go down. And uh, his other statement was uh, Breath of the Wild 2 looks great. Yeah. Uh, oh, the thing I was going to say about Banjo-Kazoo. Banjo-Kazoo yeah. is not owned by um, Nintendo. It's owned by... Sega? Sega. No, no, not Sega. It's, it's owned by like a um, a an existing uh, company that... that runs on a different like platform. Konami or something? Or, oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know if it's Sony. I don't think it's Sony. It's 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 like Microsoft or or something to the effect. But so they fought to get the rights to this guy to put him in Smash and that makes people happy, I guess. Yeah, it's it's crazy because it's it's similar to like the Sony Marvel deal to where, you know, or or even Universal Marvel with Hulk um to where it it shows that there's collaboration being made. On bigger titles, which is really cool. All right, his Where last his last point was Astral Chains looks cool! Exclamation point. Mm-hmm. So that's it. It's interesting what you just said. Something I thought about too, Josh, that as we you know we go through all and again I'm switching gears. No, well, you know what? I want to come back to a topic. Well, let's finish E3, then we'll come back to that because it's going to take some dialogue, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I'm looking at Ghostwire. Ghostwire is is um. They did a cinematic for it. It looks beautiful. Um, I mean, the graphics look phenomenal. It doesn't really... From, I remember the trailer now. It doesn't really tell you a whole lot about what the movie's about. Or the... I'm sorry. The, the video game's about. Um, but uh, you're, you're some type of modern-day ninja within the streets of uh, Tokyo. Um, and something's happened to be able to... Um, Is it anime-based, do you think? Mm, I don't know. We really, really need to have them on to talk about that one. Because it's... It's um it it very well could be it doesn't look by the by the visuals it doesn't look anime based yeah um but but let's let's have him on um sometime soon to talk yeah. about that because he's um probably knows has read more about it than I have uh, but I do remember the 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 preview now and it does look very visually stimulating again not a whole lot as far as um what's going on there it looks like some type of like like rapture type of thing to where like people are like disappear like you know all of a sudden like going turn into the flash and go streaking because like their phone their clothes like fall down as they're going up the escalator um but it's uh um you know i i I can't tell you what's about just based upon the trailer yeah i haven't read too far into it but it, it does look cool Okay, I I mean I'm I, I don't see anything either. So we'll get, I'll get more on that from it's him. Bethesda so. is the the is company it? Okay. that's doing it. Right. Same people that do Fallout. Okay. Which um, sucked. Yeah. There are a lot of people that disagree with that, but what, okay. Fallout seventy six. But Fallout the series. No Fallout uh, series. Yeah. No, I think the Fallout series is phenomenally good. Yeah. But I, I did the hear that Fallout seventy six was pretty really bad. It was glitchy yeah. and had a lot of other issues. So yeah. Well, but you were talking about um, other people that had some really substantial pieces, and this is one that you and I definitely will resonate with very deeply. And I've already got my pre order in on it um, at GameStop. It's the EA's uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. That yeah. looks so so good, dude. Yeah, we talked about this really last good. week. Yeah, it's it's available on multiple systems. I thought yeah. it was only going to be available on. Xbox, which was going to be like, was which was going to concretely decide me purchasing out an Xbox, and yeah, but it's available on PS4, so I'll hold off for a little bit. Yeah, um, so that looks really. It looks good. really good. Yeah, 
And I think that uh, they're, you know, the way they're fitting that into the continuity and everything, mm-hmm. now they're making an effort to make sure that this fits in. And they're casting it really they're well. they're casting it. So, yes. yeah, so we talk about that. So they're, they're definitely taking their t- You're right, Josh. They're casting it. Yeah, and that's, so I've got thoughts on that. Oh, share, 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 because I, I, I'm, I'm on board completely with it so far. With the, with the streamlining of Disney Plus coming up soon, and with them kind of scrounging to, I mean, I'm sure they've got, they've got three different ser- three different sagas coming up that they're going to be doing between the, the Ryan Johnson saga, the, um, the D and D saga, um, and then the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Um, but I think that they could probably fit either another or, or fit this in there somehow if it, if this does well. As well of acting as it has with it, um, they could definitely do like an episodic type of thing, whether it's on Disney Plus or um, whether it's, you know, actual movies, which would probably still be Disney Plus movies. Yeah. But. Yeah. And then, um, so anyways, I'm obviously on board, bought it already, so I'm ready to go. Um, We'll talk more about that. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more as that gets closer. How sick was the... uh, the force freezing, the force time freezing that, like the Kylo Ren force time freezing that they did within the game. Oh, yeah. Just I can't wait. To beautiful. To because I mean, the whole point is, is that he's holding it back. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. whole thing. He at this point, this is after Order sixty six, so everything's it's like he's there, but he's he's trying to hide it, and just trying to be a normal Joe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying to do his thing, and then all of a sudden, once he once he exposes himself. At that point, he's on the run. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's going to be so interesting to see that point and how, how it's handled and how they approach it. And mm-hmm. it's an interesting, it's definitely an interesting point because, you know, when you think about 66, yeah, I mean, obviously the, that impacted the Jedi immensely, but there's still four sensitive people that weren't there that were this person, his age and where he's at and everything like that, too. To be able to then bring that back into the universe and say, hey, you know, yes, what you know as Jedi's, they're gone, but they're not, they're still people there, yeah. you know, and I think that's, that's cool. I, I think it's really an interesting concept. So we'll see how they have to struggle through, uh, struggle through it and see how it goes. But I mean, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm excited about it. It looks good. And especially when you, like, if you haven't seen the trailer yet, go see it because it is, it's, it's, it's engaging. Mm-hmm. very engaging so excited about that for sure um you mentioned um square enix having yeah, a good show I too wait a little bit on square enix i want to you want to come back to that yeah i'll come back to that okay um, well then i'm going to go on to i got two other ones i want to talk okay. about yeah um one is uh cyberpunk yes that was about what it was yeah. about to say so uh 2077 yes yeah that's jonah reeves is doing okay so fantastic right? okay so hold on a second okay again again can we can we can we get some props here? Yes. Did we not talk about and we and I said what has Keanu Reeves done that has maligned him from Hollywood? Yeah. And I said why is he not this or that or whatever? Oh, and, and he's he's been he's and all it. of a sudden he's a media darling. Yes. What well, again, Josh? It needs to be credited to the Nerd First podcast. <laughs> That's where it started. Okay. Oh, uh, we'll take full credit for full it. Full credit. Uh, yeah. And if Keanu wants to come on. I'm cool with that. Yeah. If he wants to come on, I'm happy with that. That's great. If he doesn't, yeah. that's fine too. But just let him know that we're in his corner yeah. and we got his back. There'll be lots of verbal fellatio that we'll give him. <laughs> and 
will admire the awesomeness that Keanu Reeves is. Yeah. But anyways, but, that yes. that game looks solid as a rock too, though. That yes. game looks really good. So we'll see. And you know the way that they're putting real actors into these games and stuff too, it just makes it so much cooler though. You yeah. know, you've seen it in other ones. Like, I mean, there's been multiple games where you've seen actual real characters, but this one might be the one the watermark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, I mean, um, Norman Reedus kind of did the same thing a couple exactly, years back. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I don't remember that game ever coming out. I don't think it still has came out. Um, but um, that it's very interesting what they're doing. It's it's kind of converging to where. To where acting is becoming a lot more serious on these types of mediums, and um, you know, Keanu Money talks, dude. Huh? Money talks. Yeah, yeah. We we saw that with the um, was the one that the Heavy Rain guys did, the Becoming Human Detroit. Yeah, exactly. Where you had the yes. guy from yes. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. 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 My wife watches it, which I watch it with her. But um, one of the the main guy on there was on there, and then yeah. the girl girl off of the following with yeah. uh, Kevin Bacon yeah. was on well, there. Well, the last Halo had people, real people yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah. So you know, it's um, it's cool. It's cool to see yeah. faces and hear voices that are that are very much um, yeah. you know that I, I, we. You know what? I see know. two sides to this though. I like it. Yeah. I, I do because it makes it it makes it a more visually engrossing mm-hmm. before I see it but the flip side is you don't have what I just talked about earlier you don't have that opportunity where someone like Naughty Dog that created Nathan mm-hmm. and created that character oh those people are still being used oh no no no, no. I understand yeah. that but my point is Nathan yeah. Drake was created by Naughty Dog and it's a character that, that you've now grown up within four games and you know this guy yeah and you have your this is this is a character they've created versus putting a known name yeah, as the face, face already, yeah. you know don't get me wrong i think it's great both ways yeah i it's great both ways i just don't want to see a move where you're never going to see that again no i don't I think, think it's going to i don't think I it's moving that, that way yeah i don't think it's moving that way i think it's just adding to um, what we already have. So yeah, it's but not... I think that as, as, as the medium, video game medium gets bigger, 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 and bigger. Oh bigger. yeah, and, yeah. And, and visually we're getting there too. It's oh, you know, you talk about like deep fakes and things like that that are going on yeah. where you're we're able to to not only now we're we're able to to re- record audio in such manner to where you can have somebody saying something you could have you know donald trump saying something that donald trump never said and it sounds exactly like sure. donald trump said said something yeah. um or take whomever you know um said something and that they didn't really say something we're getting to the point where like you can you can do the same thing visually yeah to where um it looks like somebody did something that they never actually did right so yeah you know and and that's going to add to the that medium as far as you know you can you can sign somebody for that's that's been in a ton of movies for their likeness and pay them and then they never actually have to show up on set you oh. just you can it's like cartoon work yeah. for them yep it's voiceover work so anyways so um i think that's cool i mean I'll, i'm just happy for keanu i think he's getting that resurrection we talked about yeah 
and I'm so happy for it. And I hope he gets more and more and more from this because one more thing about Keanu. Yeah, Kevin Feige came out this past week and was talking about how he has um, since like Iron Man um, or or since the, the I, early oh, I think I saw beginning of yeah go ahead the Marvel Studios. He's he's been in talks with Keanu. Um, and talking about how he, like, what what he would fit in yeah. within the Marvel. Like, whenever there's a character that comes up, he's got a list, a short list of people that he would he goes to. Keanu's one of those. Yeah. And it seems like they may have found a role for Keanu. Ooh. So um, he may be with, and, and Kevin didn't go, obviously didn't go into specifics on this. Um, it's speculated that he may be within the Eternals. Um However, I, I, there's been some rumors about mm. a certain group of four people that are being um, uh, measured. And I think that he's probably going to fall within there, but not the person that you think he is. I think he may be on a surfboard and silver. Okay. Would be my pick. I would rather that yeah. than be lost in the internals. Eternals? Oh, I don't think he's going to be lost. I don't think the well, Eternals are going to be lost. The thing is, he's not. Okay. You, so, what would you have said about Star Lord before Christopher Pratt or before Chris Pratt came onto the scene? You know. Well, but but Christopher Pratt, yeah. it, before Star Lord, he was the Park and Rec guy. But still, what I'm saying is that. So I mean, I think we're talking two different. Two different. Here. It's I, I agree that it's probably apples and oranges. Yeah. However, I don't think that to to say that that any Marvel so, movie okay, at this all right, point. I'll give you this: if they put him in the Eternals, mm-hmm. okay. And they do the Eternals. I mean, obviously, this is a big stretch, too. No, I, I get what you're drawing on. I understand what you're saying to the premise of, like, obviously, they, they took this product, put him in it. He made it what it is today. You could put Keanu in the Eternals and make them bigger than than what they were. Yeah, as what well, they are, the same yeah. as Guardians. Yeah, same I can as Guardians, see yeah. that. I can see that. But... Uh, or you can have him play Doom, or oh. something like that. I think it would be a good Doom. Oh, you could have him play Batman too. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, but it I see that. No, but no, but your parallel. But what you're drawing those lines, it makes sense. Yeah. It does, and he has the ability to elevate and make people pay attention to the Eternals because, as we talked before, yeah, you know about the Eternals. You know, it's. It's not a well-known situation for a lot of people. Yeah, they don't they don't know the internals, you yeah. know. Um, but no one knew the Guardians of the Galaxies either. So yeah. and nobody really knew Chris Pratt in that way either. Chris Pratt was an entertaining guy to watch. Yes, he was funny. Yeah, but he was still relatively unknown, yeah. other than Parks and Rec. Yeah, and he didn't really fit like any type of superhero role yeah. at the time. True. So it's it's um true. He kind of he kind of troublezed as far as like as what he does, like that funny superhero role because Thor wasn't funny at that time. Yeah, you had Iron Man that was kind of he was cocky and funny, yeah, but he, he was wasn't more that type of just sarcastic. Yeah, so it's it's it, no, I, know. I, I'm not going to say no to that. I, I understand what you're saying, and I and I can't disagree with that. But I would like yeah. to see. I mean, again, you, we won't know until we see it. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in the Eternals. I, I don't think that's going to be... But, um, but so, I, I but, think that's going to be... But, th- but th- this is the issue I have if they choose him for Silver Surfer, though, too. Oh, why? Silver Surfer is one of those characters that if you don't do that right, mm-hmm. it's going to be bad. It's just done. It's just done. Oh, well, I mean, I think they'll do it right. 
I think well, it'll be fine. They didn't do it right before. Different studio though. You didn't well, have you didn't have that. as much money thrown at. I don't get that, it. Get it completely. Have, get it completely. Yeah. People know the Silver Surfer. They know yeah. who he is. Yeah. But I don't think they know who, anything about him. Mm. They just know who he is. Yeah, but I mean, you because could he's so unique. Yeah, you could say that about anybody within that particular franchise within the Fantastic mm-hmm. Four. Yeah. Say that about okay. Any of those no. Characters. I'll give you that. I give yeah. you that. I agree. If you with don't that. do every single one of those characters right, yeah, then it's going to fall apart. No, I no, I I, 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 get, I get that. I get that. But I think Silver Surfer really is. People, people already have this expectation of what Silver Surfer is, or those those particular characters. Well, I guess it's a wait and see. But to be honest with you, if he gets attached to anything. I, I think it, I, I just hope it'll be good and I and I and yeah. I hope that I think I mean, it will be. I, I think that I would like them to get into something that would um I think he would have a longer shelf life in the in the universe of superheroes if he was involved in the internals than he was if he was involved in Silver Surfer. Mm-hmm. Because that's just my opinion. But mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that there's more avenues and probably more things that they'll be able to do with the character in the internals than they would be able to do with Silver Surfer. Yeah. Well, I think I think the last several Marvel movies, there hasn't been bad casting or bad writing no. as far as... Oh, God, no. You know, no. So they've, they've been able to write in characters. I mean, I know yeah. that you're not crazy about Brie Larson as um, uh, Captain Marvel no. because you, you hate women, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's but, not true. I mean, even that character isn't bad. You know, the like character. Was, no, the characters. No, the character is awesome. The character yeah. is awesome. The the choice of the actress, choice of her. I would actually agree with you, but I don't think I she think was that, the right choice. I think that the screen time that she has isn't isn't bad. Like it's 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 watchable and like the movie was enjoyable. Yeah. So I mean, like you know, it's yeah, it I takes mean, away I, from it at yeah. a point. But I, however, yeah. it's not. It's nothing that like ruins the film or anything like no, that. No, it or, doesn't ruin it. I mean, and Keanu is not like that type of actor. No, God, you're no. Gonna... no, I think that he, unlike Brie Larson, brings some more dimensions to a character than what she does. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's going to be able to elevate a character and express a lot more than what I think she was able to do with Marvel. And I think that Marvel again it wasn't a bad movie. You're right; it wasn't a bad movie right. at all. I think it was a pretty decent movie, and I think he gave you some premises that we definitely need to to revisit. You know, with the with, with all the characters and that and everything, and what's going on with with her. But ultimately, for someone to be who she is in the Marvel universe, mm. yeah, no. No, and um, and it's not because of all the other BS that she's been doing and, and going yeah, through no, and stuff I mean, like that. Yeah. I'm just going solely on the performance, the performance yeah. itself. No, I agree. And um, you know, again, I, but 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 you know what? Still, I'm, I don't get me wrong. I, I still think that, that Marvel was a decent movie, decent, yeah, decent yes. movie, yeah. decent. Movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my only point was that that other than you know to make the joke, um, was that the that they they they've treated their characters well. They treated the writing very well. Uh, both sides of the coin. Yeah. The villains and the the um, heroes. Well, I think um, we've talked about the this ad nauseum. I think MCU has done just yeah. a phenomenal job yeah. with everything that they've touched recently. I mean, they are the watermark like we've talked yeah. about yeah, before. Yeah, I mean there was there've definitely been rough spots and I think yeah. that they they've they they've learned from those. They they I don't think Marvel has ever taken something 
that's gotten um, any sort of bad press and not taken it to heart and yeah. actually learned from mm-hmm. it. No, they listen. Anything, if anything, they listen to the fans. They yeah. do. They do. They take into the... I mean, it's not that the fan feedback drives their decision-making, but I think no, it's a they, component yes. in their decision-making. Yeah. It's not going to be what they decide on, but they definitely listen and I think that fans appreciate that. Doesn't mean that you're going to get what you want, yeah, but at no. least that they 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 show efforts or movements or, or 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 whatever it might be, even a tendency to say, "Hey, we heard you. We're throwing this in." You know, I mean, whatever it might be. But I mean, I think that's what's important. And yeah. I think that I think Marvel and I think MCU fans are far more vocal than DC. Yeah, DCU fans, you yeah. know, for sure. Yeah. So before um, I jump into Avengers, the game, um, yeah. did you have anything else? Well, yeah, yeah, I got I one other one. Okay. This is a personal. Yep. This is a PC game, though. Okay. Okay. So I don't know who plays PC games, who doesn't play PC games, but um, I probably spent probably, and I'm not joking when I say this, a year of my life. They're doing a Diablo? Playing a game. So um, to the point where I had it on this one CPU unit, and I also had a bunch of pictures of my children on this oh, yeah. CPU unit, too. Yeah. And this particular CPU unit um, took a big poop on me. And uh, so I'm like, I freaked out. And it's like, I was like so worked up. And I told my wife, I said, listen, we got to go up Best Buy and see Geek Squad. And this was years ago. Mm. This, this was a long time ago. And I'm like, I said, we got to get this off of here. I mean, something's not right. And I said, I, I can't lose this. And so we go in there. And, um, of course, my wife's standing next to me as I take my PC unit in and I see the little guy in the white shirt and the mm-hmm. black tank. I'm like, dude, you got to get my hard drive out of this machine. I said, for some reason, I can't even. It's completely locked up. I cannot get into it. I said, you've got to help me. I said, you you don't understand. I said, I have two. I have Baldur's Gate one uh-huh. and Baldur's Gate two on this on this system. I said, you've got to get this off for me. And my wife's sitting next to me and she's looking at me. She's like. Oh, and there's kid, there's pictures of my children. I need all the pictures of my kids and Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Yeah. So, and of course, the geek guy, of course, looked at me. He's like, touched my hand. He touched my hand. He reached out <laughs> over the counter and okay. t- touched my hand. <laughs> and me. caressing it yeah. as he if said, he was like holding you tightly. Like, yes. Like he had just lost, lost a loved one. Exactly. Or like a loved one had been taken into like major surgery. Yes. And he says, he says to me, he goes... Don't worry. Don't worry. And he patted my hand. And I pushed that across there. And honest to God, he said, come back in two days. So that was the worst two days of my life probably. Because, one, losing the pictures of my children was devastating. That would be devastating. Yeah. But losing my Baldur's Gate too would have been super devastating. Yeah. So for those who don't know what Baldur's Gate is, Baldur's Game, Baldur's Gate is is a D and D game that you play online. It's a role playing game online, just like D and D. Okay, um, it's absolutely one of the best selling PC games I think on the planet ever. It is so engaging and so much fun to the point where I was playing it and my brother was playing it, and then we would get together and we would just watch each other play it. I mean, and I literally spent, I, I think, I'm not kidding when I say a year of my life playing this. And it was so engaging. It was so phenomenal. They're doing a third. And it's going to be coming out, Baldur's Gate 3. And they're basing it on the uh, D&D rules, number, version number 5, which is the most recent D&D rules for those that don't play D&D. But nor do I anymore, um, though I'd love to play tabletop, but don't do it. 
Um, so, anyways, Baldur's Gate 3 is coming out. I can't wait. The There's some cutscenes that have already come out on this. It's on PC, so you're going to have a little bit more depth, a little bit more clarity and better quality and so forth that you'll see. It looks really, 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 really good. And if it plays the way that the first two did, it's lights out, baby. It's one of those games back in the day when I got Baldur's Gate uh, 2, um, it came in like a portfolio, and there was like six discs to the game. So that's how big it was. So, you know, you would go to one world, and you'd be working there for like four or five days, then you would happen to cross a line, like, put in disc five. You know what mm. I mean? <laughs> so obviously things have changed now, but that's how big this game was. And it literally took forever to finish this game. But it was so engaging that I literally would I would come home, I'd come home from work, and I would spend eight hours a day playing that, go to bed, go to work, come back, play another eight hours, play another eight hours. Fortunately, my wife was working night shift, so it worked out well. But uh, it's coming out. I cannot wait. My I, my son has a nice PC I'm going to play it on. I cannot wait. So when that comes out, I'm done with everything else. That's <laughs> all I'm going to do. All I'm going to do. All I'm going to do, except for the podcast. Yeah. And I will report on my status on the podcast <laughs> yeah, okay. as we go through this. Captain's log. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yes. So, um, again, I mean... D and D, I think, is making a resurgent. Like so we t- we talked about that a little bit yeah. last, like two weeks ago. Actually, when I had this idea um, not too long ago, or I want to talk to you about, we'll talk more about it off air. Yeah. But um, I'd like to do um, once we get a better mic set up, um, do a tabletop. Yeah. Episodes like periodically, like do one uh, once a month or something like that. Have other people on, like um, so four people, like you and I, and like a couple yeah. other guys. And um, and do like a tabletop episode where we don't have any type of agenda on it, and we're just kind of talking about you know whatever, um, and have uh, you know us play um, you know Traders Catan or play D and D D and D or play <laughs> um, you know uh, the the train game that had I forget what, a Ticket to Ride yeah um, something like that, um, and then you know once a month we'll play a different game. And we'll we'll uh, um, you know have these these just impromptu conversations with each other. Yeah, kind of what we do now. But we'll play a game. Yeah, yeah, less <laughs> structured, even less structured than what yeah. we do now. Yeah. You think we play it loose by the guy or loose by the pants <laughs> today? <laughs> just hold my beer. Exactly. So. So. Anyways, it's coming out. I recommend that anybody go out, check that out, look at it online. I think that if you've never played one or two, you'll be fine. Just play three. And uh, I think that you guys will just... I mean, there's nothing not to love about this. It has been in the works for a long, long time. So I'm sure that every nook and cranny has been fleshed out in this, baby. And it should be be solid gold, so... That's that's one thing I wanted to make sure I touched on because that, that resonates and that's personal to me, so... Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, so back to your Square Enix. Yeah, Square Enix. So, yeah, I wanted to close out on this because it definitely fits our genre a little bit um, better than, than anything else that's been announced within um, E3. And we've kind of went on and off tangents about the exact same thing um, in several different avenues. Uh, obviously, they, they did the they, – we got more uh, information about the um, remake of Final Fantasy VII – Mm-hmm. Which looks a phenomenal um, multi-game series that they're going to be doing. I don't know whether that means that they're going to do the original storyline as the first game, um, 
and then expand upon that, but it's going to be two Blu-rays worth of content. Wow. Yeah, so very long game, uh, very detailed, um, very graphically beautiful game. Which um, they usually are. Yeah, which they usually are. Um, but then also going to have a very unique combat style um, to where you play one character at a time, and then the way that you um, do a, uh, a breaking point or a, a limit break is that that you build up a gauge, um, and at once you build up the gauge, um, time will slow down, and at that point you can select to either use uh, magic or to be able to, to use like um, berserker for cloud or um, or I forget what the the, the spare cuts or, or whatever the the other berserker is. It's been a while since I played Final Fantasy VII, but um, you you would use your limit break at that point, and you can also use you know items and stuff um, at that point, which looks really cool the way that they displayed it. Um, but they didn't give too much other information other than that. Uh, so that's a quick breakdown. Do you have any other thoughts on Final Fantasy VII? No, I I, I you know I, I thoroughly enjoyed those games. They were really engaging and engrossing, and they uh, definitely I spent a ton of hours on those too. And that's one of those things that's like you had to pick your poison, you know what I mean? Because there was so much stuff then, too, mm-hmm. when they were coming out. And I uh, I dropped off on that, you know, but I still I enjoyed them. I And, again, it, it wasn't for lack of wanting, not wanting to play them. Mm-hmm. It was just lack of time. Yeah. I, I just didn't have yeah, the time because games. I knew from playing the earlier ones that it was a commitment. And mm-hmm. I wasn't scared of giving the commitment up for a video game, but I was working on so much other stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean video game wise and life wise yeah. that I just couldn't do it but no those are games that I uh, definitely enjoyed immensely and I think that those have uh, those have held up well they've done, they've done a good job with mm-hmm. all of them really yeah so I'm sure this one will, will be the same I mean yeah. it'll just be just oh, as yeah, solid yeah. as the rest of them it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a bedrock for these guys yeah so um, they also are remastering Final Fantasy 8 which mm-hmm. looks amazing that's my personal favorite of yeah. the Final Fantasy series. So um, I would like to see them um, once they remake Final Fantasy VII and once it's, it's been out for a little while um, and they're starting down that series, I would like to see them start to remake yeah. 8, 9, 10 um, mm. as they go along. Um, that's one of the but, first games that I bought on PlayStation that had more than one disc. Yeah. yeah the first three one. Discs. That's the first game that I ever bought that had more three than one discs. disc. Yeah. 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 So... Um, I think I still have them upstairs, actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the uh, really, really good series. Yep. Um, excited about that. that. I'd actually read an article um, before then um, talking about, like, people had thought that they, or there was a rumor that um, Square had um, lost the original, like, the master copy Shut of Final Fantasy, set, or Final Fantasy VIII. And that's the reason why all these remasters for, like, X and ten two and... Um, nine and seven were dropping, but eight never dropped. So I'm curious to know like what the backstory is on that, whether that's that has any legitimacy, and um, you know how they came, like how they went around that. Um, that I do not know. Yeah, so I don't know either. But I mean, yeah. just just one of those things where like, oh, huh. But um, yeah, and but the big news is that that goes along with what we do is that um, the Ventures game. Yes. The first look for that came yeah. through and there's a bunch of big points for this so yeah. um 
they it's based upon storyline goes that's based upon um after some big battle they have they're moving towards a west coast avengers um base and they're they're celebrating a an a, a day an avengers day um in the san fran area and um so they're they're within the bay they're um close to the san francisco bridge and they're on this big barge platform thing there's something that happens on the bridge and they all notice it so they all obviously jump into action and go towards the bridge they go on this um one of the big um helicarriers and um bruce drops off that turns into the hulk um uh, thor and iron man fly over close to there um and then they start going into action by the end of it um cap dies within the trailer oh really yeah so um cap dies there's a big memorial to him with thor's hammer um at the foot of the memorial so presumably we should see cap wielding um thor's hammer early within the trailer or early within the game thor's hammer starts to move and presumably, I guess, I guess Thor is probably thought to be dead since his hammer's there, um, or he left it at Cap's um, yeah. uh, thing and, and kind of hung up the the um, cape to speak. So the the hammer starts to move, and then it zips by. So I'm guessing that Thor is back in action for something, and then he's calling upon Mjolnir, and Mjolnir um, responds. Yeah. And then um, that's pretty much all. We got some dialogue in the background um, as far as like you know what's going on from somebody that's not one of the Avengers, um, not given really any clue as to who that might be. Um, but we we didn't see Hawkeye on it, um, but we saw you know Cap, we saw um, Iron Man, we saw the Hulk, we saw um, Black Widow, we saw um, Thor. Yeah. But, um, I saw a I saw a shot. It was a still, mm-hmm. and the rendering that they had for uh, Black Widow didn't look good. Yeah, so there's there was a, it's this is what is important to remember about video games is that that there's there's multiple processes that go along with the refining and re. Um, yeah, but your cutscenes usually are tight. It's it's still the initial. So, yeah. Okay. You know, I'll give it that. Uh, I, I'm I'm holding out hope. There was a lot of um, there's a lot of speculation on, or there there's a lot there's a lot of uh, miss uh, there's a lot of disappointment on how all of the uh, most of the Avengers were rendered. Um, Cap being one of them that was big, Thor being one of them that was big, yeah, and then Black Widow as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they didn't quite look right. And I've actually got a picture of Black Widow up here, and I, I would agree. Yeah. Um, that there's something quite off about these people. Um, but, uh, no, you know, again, I'm, you can't expect it to look just like, you the, know. The movies. Yeah, you can't. I think that, that it's probably. But it, that's a bad, that's a still even a bad rendering mm-hmm. of her, I think. But, it, like you said, it's early. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to talk about casting for a little bit. Yeah. Um, we talked about um, Nolan or Nolan North. Um, no, not yet. But we, you and I, did earlier today. Yeah. Do Do we not talk about it? Um, he's good. He's a, he's a video game voiceover master. 
Yeah, I mean, he played um, Nathan Drake, right? Exactly, yes. And I believe he's playing... He, played, um, he also did He did the Batman. Yeah, he did the Batman. Yeah. He did Deadpool. He did Deadpool, yeah. He's good. I mean, the guy's really, really good. I mean, as far as video game voiceovers, he's probably one of the best. I mean, he's probably, if not the number one, or, I mean, he's in the top two or three when it comes to video game voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Has to be. Um, he's playing Tony Stark. Yeah. In this game, um, the uh, we talked about Troy Baker. You and I talked about Troy Baker earlier. Yeah. Um, and playing um, both Batman and the Joker within uh, within Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, and Batman. So we've got Nolan North who's playing um, Tony Stark, uh, Iron Man. We've got Troy Baker um, who's playing the Hulk. Um, we have Laura Bailey, who's playing Black Widow. Um, we have Travis Willingham, um, who's playing Thor. And then we've got Jeff uh, Shine, who's playing Captain America. Um, I think the there's definitely three big ones that point out to me here. That's Nolan North, who played, um, we talked about, we played uh, Nathan Drake. He's played yeah. Batman before. He's done... Um, bunch of different uh, Deadpool, bunch of different stuff. He's played, uh, and then we've got Troy Baker, um, who's played Batman within the Ninja Turtles movie, um, and Joker within that movie. And then we have Travin, uh, Travis Willingham, who's played Thor before, and Batman um, within the Telltale series. Yeah. So, um, very good good cast of people and this was what i was talking about before this this voice acting is definitely not going away oh no yeah no it's not not at all not at all and i think that you know like i like i just said before too it's like when you think of nolan north though he he really is and those are the highlights of what he's done but he's done other stuff other than that too and uh that guy when you when whenever i hear a video game voice and there's no one. They say, "Oh, it's no one north." I'm like, "Okay, well, that makes sense." I mean, he's the guy's really talented, and I don't know if he does. I don't know if he does animated stuff too, but he probably should. Yeah, he's done, he, does he's, he does animated stuff too. I'm sure he does. Yeah. He's good. He's very good. Yeah, I mean, he's um, he's just he's insane. Um, they're, they they've talked about a couple different things with the with the um. The game. It looks like we've actually got some gameplay by the the trailer. Yeah. Um, the way that the trailer's broken out, and it seems like um. Oh, Nolan North is actually in Star Star Trek Into Darkness too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, he's everywhere. You, yeah. You'd be surprised. He's in everything. He played in uh, Voltron, yeah. as well, like the the TV series on Netflix. Okay. Um, pretty cool. Anyways. Yeah, the so it seems like we've we've, we've probably gotten some. Uh, even though we it doesn't apparent, it's not apparent within the trailer. We've probably gotten some gameplay as well okay. within there. Um, some of it just it, it looks so seamless as to to what the the points that could possibly be gameplay. Yeah, game looks amazing. Like regardless yeah. of what what's been done graphically on it, that they can change and and improve upon. Um, especially after the backlash they've had so far, they probably will. Um, I mean, those are their cutscenes too, yeah. so they're definitely going to be able to improve that. So yeah, so um, the 
the gameplay looks really good. If that is gameplay that we've seen so far, the um, they've they've announced that there's going to be DLC content that's going to be free. Um, and incremental. Ah, that's a first. So yeah, uh, it's there's there's been a push towards that. That um, you know the it seems like the the paid for DLC stuff is kind of is kind of being phased out to a point. Well, so I think that Battlefront taught us that, and I think Spider Man taught us that. <laughs> so yeah. So um, the uh, the and then they're 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 adding on heroes incrementally as well. Oh, that's cool. So that's really showed, cool. They've already showed that you get to the, a scene with Pink, Hank Pym, oh. and where um, you Hank Pym shrinks down this big giant um, bot of some sort um, that that Tony's talking to him about. Doesn't seem that uh, apparent whether it's um, Tony's uh, um, technology or not. So it'll, it'll, it's you know very little is known about it. Um, yeah. As far as storylines or things sure. like that go, or who's going to be part of it, but we are going to get more than those those five, or including Hank Pym, those six. Sure. Avengers. Yeah. Well, they probably will. That makes sense. Yeah. So no, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a big game too. It's going to be huge. huge oh yeah. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah, it'll be huge. Yeah. So. You know, one thing I was going to talk about too is um, are you, you done with your E three stuff? Yeah, that's it. No. We were talking about. I remember I mentioned about the shoes for uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw another article that I thought was interesting too on Gundam mm-hmm. and I know that's yeah. something you watched yeah oh yeah I'm a huge Gundam yeah, yeah. yeah. so they're also launching a pair of shoes a set of shoes for those oh that's cool yeah both sides though so you got the and again I don't know Gundam as, as well as you do but the evil side and the, and the good side and of course the good side shoes look like crap but the evil side shoes look awesome. Well, it's kind of like the one thing that I learned about or that I liked about Gundam was that they played, um, they they would do. It was definitely like multiple series. They were short run series. Yeah. And so they'd be on for like a couple of seasons, and they would like switch up storylines. Yeah. And it's, it's been around for like thirty yeah. years or plus, something yeah. like that. It's been but, a long, long time. But when they when they switch up storylines. Often they would switch sides on the storyline, so oh, you would okay. get like it wasn't a clear like. Like these are the good guys, these are the bad guys. It was this is a war, and this is one side of it. And then the next series that you would get, next run of it that you would get, this is the other side of it. Oh, that's cool though. Yeah. From but, what so, I anyways, these shoes though, yeah. the shoes are cool for what they are. Yeah. But they're only available in either I think it's Japan. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense. So yeah. you can't buy like, them. You mean the country that has like a. Uh, hundred that, foot Gundam yeah, model, exa- that one, yeah, that that yeah. country. But so you can't buy them in the states. So you have to know someone in Japan to get them for you, if you want them. But they come in this like, like you can get this. It's like a hard plastic box that has like little flaps on it. It's like super cool. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm like I said, I'm not a sneakerhead, but like that would be cool. You know, yeah. like if, trust me, if they made like Star Wars Jedi shoes, I'd buy this box. I'm mm-hmm. sure, but they, you know. It's just—it's really neat to see how they're—they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're moving these tie-ins, and again, it, it talks about the power of the animation and the video games and all this genre, mm-hmm. and how these other companies are taking this now and looking at well, it it's, differently. And it's—it's yeah, like, it's it's, a revenue stream now. It's for, showing how much fandom's growing. Oh, it, it's absolutely. Yeah. 
You're right. You've got, you've got like a, you've got yeah. a company of, um, of, of the stature of Nike that that can that can take IP as 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 well known as Gundam is, but but as as severely no, underrated. I'm not saying it's Nike. I don't know who's making it. Yeah, or or whomever, like yeah. any any Adidas, whatever. Um, but any company like that that can take something that that is is as as overlooked as as gundam is yeah now well, one and, thing one thing I, I read too that i thought was interesting so any type of merch for that mm-hmm. is hard to get in the states yeah it, i mean it really is yeah and now I mean, it is yeah especially yeah and it's like they, they started talking about what people were doing to try to get hold of these type of things and it was interesting because which to me makes no sense because the biggest consumer of goods on the planet is the United the States. US, yeah. So why would you not tap this market? I mean, it makes no sense to me. But hey, I'm not in charge of marketing for the Gundam people, so yeah. I don't know. But don't know. that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. So um, speaking of fandoms, uh, let us know um, as far as like merchandise and things like that that's not readily available. Um, what would you be willing to to see on on merchandise? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I obviously would like to see more more Gundam stuff. That would be definitely cool. I would like to see that stuff really available, not only in um, in merchandise but content. Um, but but let us know on the Facebook page. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the Facebook page. Um, that's where we'll uh, post any news if we have any news of anything. I'll try to make sure that we keep uh, more up to date on that um, and post things more often on that. Um, also, we have the Twitter page. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'll never post anything on Twitter other than the the podcast um, episodes being driven. Make sure to also subscribe to the podcast. We're available wherever podcasts are available. Um, also rate and comment on the podcast it helps us out a lot it helps new people find the podcast the more people that find the podcast the more cool things that we can do um, for you guys and um, make sure to uh, let us know if you have any ideas for future shows um, obviously we've got um, some things that are coming up that yeah. we'll be touching on but um, we will run into a draft spell at some point so any of that content um, or any of those ideas are uh, definitely well appreciated. Um, until next time, this has been the Nerd Force Podcast. <laughs>